Today's episode is brought to you by Reef Builders, winner of Best of Hows, five years running. Reef Builders is a Tempe, Arizona-based, full-service design-build construction company. What's a design-build company? It means you deal with one company for everything. Reef Builders is able to take your vision and bring it to life by drawing your plans, producing photorealistic, high-resolution 3D renderings of your kitchen, baths, and more, helping you design and pick your finishes, and finally, executing that vision. With their years of building experience and a superior client experience, using tools such as online project management software through their client portal that allows you to see your renovation in real time. Whether you're in town, on vacation, or living in another state, you have access to job progress photos, your build schedule, financials, and much more anywhere in the world. So if you're looking for a complete bath or kitchen renovation, a complete home renovation, a custom home designed and built, or a boutique commercial project built out, Reef Builders can deliver it. Reef Builders. Your vision, their experience delivered. <laughs> Everybody, welcome back to another episode of Make the Difference Podcast. Today, we have on with Chris Stewart and I, a fellow pajama wrestler. Gerard, how do you pronounce your last name, Gerard? Kubiks. Kubiks. Yeah. I met Gerard about a year ago when I started pajama wrestling, and uh, he has a very unique story. He came from um, another country uh, at a young age, kind of made his way through here, and uh, we want to tell a story today so you guys can hear it. It's a uh, definitely a unique one. I haven't heard one like it since. So, Gerard, tell us a little about yourself, man. <laughs> So, hey, my name's Gerard. Uh, where do we begin? Where, where do you want to know? How where are you born, man? Let's start from there. Yeah, where are you from? Southeast part of Poland. So, born in 79. City of about, I would say, 400,000 people. Pretty old city. Built That's in 1300. What's the name of the city? Rzeszów. Got it tattooed on my back. So, you probably, when you were riding my back, you should have seen the train. <laughs> <laughs> Next time you know <laughs> But yeah, man, it was there during communism. The whole deal was going around. Don't remember a lot. <clears throat> came to United States when I was what two with my mom. You got brothers and sisters. Came, uh, no, no, nope. they hit a jackpot on me. Heard <laughs> <laughs> they, they said, "Fuck it, we're done." What <laughs> <laughs> are the other? Came here, two with my mom. It was basically just a tourist visa. My mom overstayed. She was working, cleaning homes. I remember, left alone, kind of fucked up. I don't think it's even legal, right? But uh, Where, so it was. What city? I, I remember, like yesterday, Chicago. Oh, Chicago. Oh, wow. okay. My like grandma was there. Inner city? Uh, no, 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 no. It was like kind of south suburbs. Okay. City type. Uh, my grandma was here for like thirty years, so we wow. came here to see my grandma. The visa was for six months. We overstayed. She kept on working, and we went back to Poland when I was four. So we kind of broke the law by overstaying, and my parents booked to uh, West Berlin and left me with my grandparents. They just didn't want the communism regime. They didn't want to really, you know, stay there. I don't really remember a lot. Gray, shitty, people pissed off, <laughs> drunk. Right. <laughs> it was pretty bad. Uh, so, yeah, my parents uh, boogied to uh, West Berlin. Back when it was right, right. Berlin. So I was raised basically with my grandparents. I remember like yesterday, uh, the cops busted in the house the day after my parents left. My grandfather was a highly ranked cop during communism. So they took his passport, arrested his ass for six months, 
Uh, they took away my passport, my grandma's passport, so we couldn't leave the country. That was like 86, so it was still pretty, pretty rough. Uh, You're seven then, <coughs> seven years old? Yeah. At that time? Do you know what's going on? Or can yeah. you, can you so I'm, I'm already on a, on a destruction path mentally. Just <laughs> started early. You yeah, know, here sure. my mom's leaving me. Supposedly she was drinking, smoking with me because I was like nine months. That was normal during back then. <laughs> yeah, right. I literally have a picture of breastfed ashtray. <laughs> wow, that's it was awesome. pretty pretty normal wow. back then, I guess. Yeah. I love that. So nothing against her, but it was just a kind of a norm, right? So, yeah. So, where were we? Okay, so parents are in uh, take in, the in passports. Germany. Yeah, illegal immigrants. So they are eating dog food out of cans. I remember, like yesterday, that's how immigrants used to live there. There was a lot of Turkish immigrants because it was split East West Berlin. Mm -hmm. Crazy life. Uh, just, you know, communicating via phone call with parents kind of once a month, if that. Back then, it not, not, you didn't have no cell phones or anything like that, so it was always a certain time. You got to not miss a phone call. Or My grandma was a nurse in a hospital, like a communist hospital, so we used to sneak in at night just to make an outgoing phone call out of the country. So it was pretty wild, you know, just keep in touch with the parents. Is that because they would monitor, like, <coughs> the home phones? Yeah. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so, and it was cheaper, too. Gotcha. You know, there was another one cost. So, uh, then 89, so I'm 10, wall falls. That's when they tear down the wall. My pops was out there busting up the wall, literally a few chunks of the Berlin Wall. Oh, no shit. And then a certain number of uh, immigrants were allowed to come to the United States. So, on an illegal status, though, which takes a while, right? So, which takes a while then to be established here through residence, uh, legal residence. That's why they never took me, because of the uncertainty, not knowing what the hell's going to happen, what fences you got to climb, what rivers you got to cross. Right. So, they said, you know, stay with grandparents, which I had a pretty good, pretty, pretty great life, uh, even as shitty as the system was. But uh, then my parents, just, you know, came here, started at the bottom cleaning homes. My dad literally went to school to learn English. That, that's the key, you know, learn English. So first two, three years, he literally, they were getting their uh, citizenship going, all the process, all the paperwork, sponsorship. He went to a two-year community college, learned English pretty good. Give him credit, also did a nursing degree here. So right That's all in Chicago? Job. Yeah, okay. yeah. Well. So by the time they got established, by the time everything was set for me to come, I was 16 when I came here. I was a grown-ass man meeting my dad for the first time. No shit. Yeah, it wasn't good. Where was he <laughs> before? Because when you said you and your mom came here to visit. He stayed in Poland. Okay. Oh, he did. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah. My dad was a hustler. He was always kind of on the fringe of the law. <laughs> Put it this way, they would, you know, send dollars. Because it wasn't hard during communism, it was different. You know, like dollars, if you had dollars, that's illegal, right? So people would might immigrate here, family would send dollars, you would sell them at a profit, right? Huh. Uh, it was funny because we were talking with my wife. And we were like, hey, do you remember during communism how it was? And then we came up, they had these stores, they were called Pevex, right? And everything from West you couldn't buy. And you could only use dollars. So the whole country is on a shutdown. You can't use dollars. But in that specific store, it's like a duty-free zone where you can bring your dollars because we know your family emigrated. And you can buy everything. I mean, toys, TVs, everything that you have in the U.S. Wow. Yeah, Just at that store. Pretty figured out. Yeah, it was a way to collect Was it a government-ran store? Or? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. Yeah, but it was a way to collect the dollars of the immigrants. Really? Pretty slick. That is pretty slick. You know, they had it figured out. Oh, why? 
So I don't know what else you want to know from the communist days, how it was, because a lot of kids are fucking crazy here. They say they want socialism. Yeah, tell, tell yeah, us. Yeah, you, tell you us got an opinion. You know. No, they can eat a dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> they can eat a socialist dick. Well, because you, know? you, you grew up uh, in, in Poland until you were 16, yeah. right? Tell us some of the yeah. stuff that you saw, like some of the yeah, what, bad shit. Why, why do you shit? feel so strongly about See, it? See, the thing is, not a nice thing, I was raised by my grandparents, so I always had it good because parents would send a little bit of money, so I was always the kid. I had the nice toys and shit. I was always hanging out with the older kids. Because I would always like bribe my way in, right? <laughs> nice fucking shit. The problem was when I ran out of shit, there was beat town time, so I hide that way from. So I had to start. I, I learned early in life how to navigate basically with people, right? Kind of street smart. Uh, but you know, it wasn't bad. Childhood wasn't bad, so that's what I'm saying. It's I, would, I look at it different now. As an adult, when you're a kid, you don't give a shit. You run around. You got a bunch of friends. You're cool, right? Right. But it was gray. Always gray. Uh, like chocolates, you couldn't just buy chocolate, right? If you didn't have the money, you would literally get these cards, and you could only get a certain amount of chocolate per week, like 22 grams, let's say, per week, and that's it. And it's the same fucking chocolate in a brown bag. You go in, it's a scoop of chocolate in a brown bag, <laughs> and they give it to you. It's like, the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you know, here you, you see American kids drinking pop and stuff, so it was just different, man. It was gray no opportunity to be unique I, that's all i remember is just constantly we're like the cops hard on you guys or it was different they, they didn't <coughs> really shoot anybody <laughs> so right. they didn't have that didn't going shoot on anybody. shootings were not as as prominent as they are here but it was fun to mess with cops you know Ow. so like we would spray paint the school i would rather have basically aids than live under communism so they all collected <laughs> our notebooks they tried to check like by the writing we were all shitting bricks so but I was always cool because I had, uh, you know, my, my parents were sending a lot of, like, I had the clothes from America, so my teachers would come. And when I would outgrow the clothes, my grandparents would give them the clothes for their kids, and I would get, like, OAs without studying. <laughs> and I was like, shit, uh, man. Communism sounds uh, pretty cool so far, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Communism sounds pretty good right I mean, now. I'll, I'll get caught with knives, always bring, like, stupid shit, and she would always, like, get, get my way out, you know? So... I don't know if it was that good, though. <laughs> what What are some of the bad things that you saw about it? Or, you know, minus the chocolate or like you well, see like people... Well, like here, my, my grandfather, right? <clears throat> Pension took him away. He was a highly ranked cop during the system. And then eight, 86, when my parents left, he literally got fired, thrown in jail. So it's like, shit. Yeah, so they punished the him for that. So the system just turns on you like that from paranoia. You see that often? Like, like with your friends or shit like that? What do you mean? Like, did you see that happen to other people? Like, like people, like friends, like that you went to school with, or did 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 any of their parents get treated that way for for family members leaving? No, no, not if you were not like a in a position of the government. Usually not. No, no. Okay. This was different because he he was kind of high up there. Gotcha. Were most of the people, or, or most of the jobs, are they governmental jobs or? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. There's not a lot of other yeah. industry, and right? It's not based on merit. It's on based whose dick you're sucking or how much <laughs> money you're going to give Got them. Got it. A lot of times. Wow. Or yeah. how brainwashed you are. Got it. Yeah. You know. What private? Are you jobs down are with there? the program or not? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What private jobs are there? Right now? Yeah, well, back then. Oh, back then. Like not not a lot. When man. your grandfather got fired, what did he do? Nothing. That's it. He was done. 
then, then he only got the city, like the uh, government pension, but not from the actual profession pension from the cops. Gotcha. From, from the police department. So then your grandmother was the one making most of the money at that time? Yeah, yeah. She was a nurse. Still nursing. Wow. And your parents must have been sending a, a decent am- amount of money back then, huh? Back then, dude, 100 bucks, shit, man, you could live like a king. Really? Oh, really? Shit. Yeah, during communism, 100 bucks went far. Now it's like they look at you, you fucking peasant. <laughs> <laughs> 100 bucks <laughs> equivalent to like 1,000? Like 10 to 1 ratio or 100 well, to 1 it ratio? Depends. It depends. It matters what it gets you. Back in the day, 100 bucks, Jesus Christ, you could live for two, three months. Like really? King. Yeah, like in a hotel, go out. Yeah, wow. during communism times. Damn. That's why so many people migrated. There's not as much immigration now. Right. You know, not on that scale as it was back in the 80s. I never remember 100 bucks going Shit, that man, far. My I grandma would come with like 500 bucks. Oh, my God. We were tearing it up. Balling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Eat everywhere. Do whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah, and people now, it's funny because my uh, I live with my parents-in-law now. We lived for 10 months. No, I'm sorry, two years. And uh, my pops is always saying, oh, I miss communism. I'm like, man, you don't miss communism. So we got drank a little bit, and then we got into talking. And what he misses is the camaraderie that people had. It was different. That was the nice thing during communism. People had camaraderie because they were under a boot. So, so they're looking out sense? for each yes, other, taking care of yes, each other? Yes, 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 That's pretty cool. And that's what I remember as a kid. So to me, because I came back first time. So then I immigrated here in 80. I'm sorry, uh, after I finished high school. It's at 89, so right? I, no, so it was like 93 because I finished <coughs> high school. Okay. By the time they got established, I came here, I hated it. I was like, what the hell? This is crazy. <laughs> Why'd you hate it? So I had such a good life in Poland. All I knew was my grandparents were kind of my parents. I never met my dad. I was right. like, who the hell is this guy, you know? <laughs> and, uh, you know, my grandma's the sweetheart, you know, my, my grandpa, you know, those were my, my parents. And now you're just torn away. Right. You know? And there was some fuckery, too, between parents and grandparents, <clears throat> which I kind of didn't appreciate. So, uh yeah, man, first year I just decided to run away again. I found a buddy who didn't like being here, a Polish kid. We did some street stuff, and we booked to Poland with 15 grand. <laughs> no shit. Yeah, man, good times. It's 15. So you're 18, hustle up some money, whatever. No, I was 16. 16, hustle up some money. Yeah. Fucking get on a plane, go to Poland. And go to Poland, just party for a month and a half at 16. Just go on. <laughs> So then they called the cops on us. Your parents? Yeah, yeah. They were not 18, that we got to get back and stuff like that. They called us on the border to Germany. We were trying to go to Germany. So the U.S. was able to... No, no, not U.S., my grandparents. Oh, your your, your grandparents called called the cops, okay. So they called us. We tried to go and party in Germany. Party was over on the border. (laughs) (laughs) How'd that go down? Oh, fucking got a ass beating of my life. Oh, shit. Yeah, when I got back. And then I started high school. So I said, fuck it, I'll give it a try in America. But first day in high school was a disaster because I walk in and I look around and it's all dudes like in this room. And I'm like, what the hell? And they're like, ha ha, you're in Catholic school. I'm like, what the fuck is a Catholic school? Oh, wow. <laughs> Girls, you man. It's an all boys Catholic school? Man, and I don't speak English. Right. That's another thing. <laughs> you see, the problem with Chicago is that there's a huge Polish community. That's not the problem. That's a good thing. But the problem is that they have bilingual programs. They have it also for Hispanic kids. 
you fucking go in as a freshman without any English, you come out as a senior and you feel dumber than when you came in. Because <laughs> now you can't speak proper native language because they bastardized it, and then you can't speak English. <laughs> so when I went to Catholic, there was no Polish program, so I had to learn. So this, this was kind of uh, the first thing that I always give people advice when they get their ass here, learn the language. And back then, no electronic bullshit. You had to literally translate everything. Yeah. Line by line. Line by line. So there's nobody it. at school that can help you that's, <clears throat> no, that's able I to went speak? On deep, I went deep. Just like with jiu-jitsu, I just fucking went in. I oh, said, shit. let's do it. Wow. What did you do to learn it? Like, like how did you go deep I had to learn it? I a dictionary. Yeah. And so I had a <coughs> geography book with, uh, this is, uh, so I'll just translate every word and with a pencil right underneath. Oh, shit. What it means, try to memorize it. And I did that for a year straight. Cause I, cause That's I heard a commitment. Some, yeah. Yeah, because I've heard some people like they they learned it from songs or from MTV or from TV or and that kind of shit just from looking. Well, at they're it learning different languages. English, you oh. know, pe- you know, people from other countries. Oh, did you speak to them? Yeah, they seem they seem fine. They fucking lie. <laughs> <laughs> so so a full year, you're just in. So full year, I'm just first year, I'm straight edge. I, I, you know, get in. And my, here's the deal. When I came in, I had an expectation for my dad to be there. And our relationship, we kind of, we don't have a relationship, which I'm okay with. They're totally over it. But uh, I was expecting to have a father, which I never had. And all right. of a sudden, you know, give him credit. He's working 12-hour shifts six days a week. I'm like, fuck. He took off the first three days when I just got there. So, you know, I'm kind of on an autopilot always, you know, doing my own thing. Yeah, plus, mean, you don't sound like an easy kid. No, I was an easy kid, dude. I'm a good kid. I'm a, you know, I was always a good kid. It's just then you get, I uh, get involved with a bad crowd, you know. That's when, you know, dead parents are not around. Mom working, literally she had three jobs. This dude is working 12-hour shifts, you know, got the benefits. And then I'm running around. So after, uh, where were we, freshman year. Freshman year wasn't that interesting in my life. Just a lot of study. No fights, no nothing. Jerking off because no girls. I was getting a lot of pimples that year. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so then, yeah, so I said, uh, met some dudes, kind of street kids, and uh, we got into drinking, like, you know, 17, 18, and came drunk a couple times. My pops gave me, you know, trouble. Or I gave him trouble. <laughs> couple <whatever>. beatings. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> couple yeah. Well, throwdowns. It, it, it got there because he's a pretty big dude. Works out, so you know it got pretty, <clears throat> pretty physical at one point. I said, "Fucking, I'm out." I just packed the garbage bag and I left. I had a little Honda CRX because <laughs> I saved some money. I used to work at McDonald's. Oh, that's a story. I used to work at McDonald's in this ghetto. My first job, I was 15. My parents had to sign off. So fuck, I speak no English in a total ghetto, like sh- as yeah. ghetto as it gets. Because in Chicago, you have a neighborhood here and boom, <coughs> neighborhood there, right? So I'm finishing Friday shift 2 a.m. I'm like, fuck am I going to do not to get beat up? So they throw out all these old hamburgers and cheeseburgers. I collected all that shit, put them in bags, and I walk down. There's bums, gangbangers hanging out, just handing out burgers. <laughs> oh, the Polish burger guy. <laughs> so I was always like, kind of you know, trying to get, get good with the streets, right? And kind of like you were listening to you also yeah, speaking, sure. you know, you kind of got to know how to navigate different terrains. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a pretty important skill. Uh, and so one day I just get fed up. I said, I'm out, man. So I had a little Honda CRX, the little two-seater. Mm-hmm. Little Hatchback. S- with a little spinners. 
The fuckers, three were spinning, one wasn't. <laughs> and uh, I slept in the car, bro, for three months. I was like, what the fuck am I going to do? Go there to was school? The su- no, that was the summertime. Okay. Was, uh, in the Chicago there. area? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so I was hanging out with some friends, couch surfing, sleeping in the car. And I started partying, and I got a DUI at, at 17. I was like, fuck. So then I'm like, Were you hustling for cash? Yeah, 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 yeah. We what was so the hustle. That, so not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet. Then I had a we were still at McDonald's. I had some money saved away. Okay. And I got that DUI right. I was trying to figure out what to do. So my license got suspended for three months. And uh, <clears throat> I begged my grandma, "Can I move in with you just for three months?" Because my license suspended. There was a public high school there called Taft. So I said, "Bingo, I'm just gonna Why enroll does that there." Sound familiar. <clears throat> yeah, that's. Uh, I think there's other Taft schools. Okay. Fucking president, shitload of tasks. No, for some <laughs> other reason. Task. No, not task either, <laughs> motherfucker. I don't know. Tell us for me. Anyway, keep going. So I got the DUI. I'm like, fuck, I got to live somewhere, right? Because you can't live in the car with a DUI. Yeah. <laughs> not a good thing. No. Right? And back then, it was just three months suspension. Oh, man, the cop beat the shit out of me, bro, at the police station. Put a wet <laughs> towel on my back. He says, you fucking Pollock, you're going to go back to Poland run over Pollock. And whoop my ass. I remember <laughs> like yesterday. Oh, no shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is racist as hell, that dude. White guy? I think he was. I don't know. You remember? I don't fucking remember. I was drunk. I just remember a beating. So, but for three months, I stayed with my grandma and enrolled in high school, right? So, so sophomore year comes. So I go to public school. Grandma, I'm out. I got to look for a spot to live. So check out. I need to live somewhere by the high school. So I found a spot to live. This Polish lady was renting a rooms in basement. I mean, it ain't expensive, 200 bucks. I also found myself a job. And uh, I lived with two fucking alcoholics. They were like 60 years old. Wow. <laughs> Each one of them had like nine or ten DUIs. I'm like, fuck. Don't be like these guys. <laughs> 6 a.m. I get up. I'm getting my sandwiches, peanut butter, jelly ready, going to school with my little dictionary. They're like, kid, life sucks. You're going to fuck up. They're drinking already at 6 a.m. Like, of course. I'm like, damn. So I can't end up like that. This is crazy. They were nice guys, though. But Van would pick them up. Construction van would pick them up. Oh, they really? They would go on a site. Yeah, So man. they were working then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They were functioning alcoholics. Yeah. yeah. So they would drink before and after. I know plenty of people like that. So, man, I got into high school. Uh, my advantage was that I didn't go to... So when I started uh, high school, I didn't go to the bilingual program. Because they asked me, you want to go to a bilingual program? And I already had some friends, Polish kids. And I was like, man, I don't want to go there. They're making fun of them DPs. Like, <laughs> it, 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 they were, man, because it's like they're fucking... They don't speak English. You talk to them, they're like, huh? And, and you see a kid for three years in school, and you're like sitting next to him, and like, huh? And the teachers didn't even speak Polish. I'm like, man, no, I want to go to an English program. So, right. Because so, I had that foundation. I still spoke butcher. I mean, I still have a strong accent, but I... Uh, your English like, is pretty I, good, I like, dude. I, I'm going to do it. I, yeah, I, your I, vocabulary I is really Thank good. You. Yeah. Thank you. So I said, I want to do, do the English classes. So the advantage was that I met a bunch of cool Mexican kids, a bunch of black kids, but then I knew the Polish crowd, and the Polish crowd always wanted to get weed. <laughs> so now I had access to weed from the little gang-banging kids, right? 
There were also a couple other Polish kids in my situation where they spoke English and they were in the English program. So we formed a little group crew, right? BFL. We were started running around. There were eight of us. What the hell does that stand for? Brothers for Life. Okay. Yeah, BFL. yeah, yeah. So we always stuck up for each other. <coughs> there were a lot of fights, man. That was a public Chicago school, man. This shit ain't no joke. I mean, racial fights are real over there. Really? Like, oh, fuck. Yeah, Every man. week? Mexican kids against Polish, Polish with Mexicans. I mean, it's like a prison yard. Dude. Metal <laughs> detectors, the whole shebang. <laughs> Like, we would go through metal detectors. I mean, it was crazy. You did jiu-jitsu back the then? Time. <laughs> Fuck, no, I was just crazy. <laughs> I was the loud one, mm-hmm. you know? That, that That's the dumbest one. Yeah, yeah. You know, the, doesn't know how to do anything. <laughs> right. The mo- I- most irrational one, because I'll grab a brick, stomp on someone, you know, like the oh, coward yeah. shit. Right. You know, now I can say it. It's the cowardly shit to do. So yeah, man, we just we did that. We did that for two years. Just, just selling uh, weed. Just yeah, 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 <coughs> yeah. To Polish kids, you know, in high school, you know, just here and there, nothing crazy. Uh, then uh, one day, you know, said maybe it's time to senior year, senior year or junior year. I'm like, what the hell am I gonna do in my life? Nothing really interested me. This whole time you're getting like decent grades, like you're passing yeah, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have no problem. So school's easy for you. I just didn't find it interesting right. at all. Plus, I had nobody to push me and believe in me. I got two fucking alcoholics living with me. <laughs> I forgot. I'm about making that. two grand. A, I mean, I'm partying pretty hard. Right. I'm, I'm making you know a grand, two grand a week, literally. At 16, 17 oh, years a, old. I had a Trans Am. I had a Supra, souped up. I mean, I had all kinds of toys, man. Leather jacket, all that shit. Yeah, and then I moved out well, from these alcoholics as soon as I started making good money. So I said, man, maybe I should try something bigger, man. I want to be a gangster. I want to be a mobster. Cool. I told myself, I said, man, I'm going to go, I'm going to go all in <clears throat> after high school. So, uh, not to mess it up so it makes sense, what happened next? Um, how do you know how to get started in that? How do you, you just know, well, we had you a just know what's guys, going on? Right? So, we came up with a genius idea, one of our guys had an access to a key. He Pull that mic a, to your he face. He worked for a high-end, like a... Uh, so I would always try to broker a deal. I'm like, how can I stay out of crime? Because, you know, I kind of never want to really get into it. I never got into, like, selling any crazy dope, heroin, or anything like that. We did, though, collect money for Polish construction guys. That was fun, man. Like, a lot of Polish construction guys wouldn't pay on time. Uh-huh. Guys, or they would miss money from the job, so we'd get a couple jack dudes and just go collect. <laughs> Yeah, and charge at fifty percent. That we Savage. did. So yeah, yeah, we did. We did kind of to that extent. Uh, yeah, you're on the fringe. On the cr- yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like Always one yeah. foot in, one foot in. <coughs> yeah, man. And then I eventually, we I got initiated to a gang officially. A Polish gang? No, it was Stone Freaks. That was the name of the gang. Stone Freaks. They burned me with a cigarette. I mean, it was pretty pretty crazy. Got white guys. Got to jump in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it a, it's guys a neighborhood uh, mm-hmm. uh, deal? In, okay. Yeah, it's in Chicago because Chicago's yeah. all neighborhoods. It was right Polish and Mexican neighborhood. So for my graduation, no bullshit. I had like forty-five gangbangers with the with the with the siren when I was graduating <laughs> high school. Cause I said I'm gonna be a fucking lawyer. They're gonna put me through college. That was in my head. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> I wasn't thinking straight. <laughs> That's so, fucking awesome. But and that at that time also we said, well, we got to come up with something because there was a Polish, real Polish mob, Polish mafia operating in Chicago when communists fell. It was just lawlessness everywhere, <laughs> Russia, Poland, Romania. So it got pretty crazy with, uh, with the actual mob. So like the hot item was uh, airbags, like Jeep Cherokee mm-hmm. airbags, all that shit, man. We sold that, tons of that stuff. 
I mean, really crazy money. Yeah. Who do you yeah. sell them to? Yeah. Well, Car mechanics. What's the market? Because oh. if it pops up, yeah. they just stick it in an insurance money. Yep. Right. Those we, there was such a profit on these. We were eighteen hundred a box a pop. Damn. So I would have guys running. They <clears> would be doing <throat> deals. They would be bringing twenty, thirty a night. Yeah, yeah, that's fast yeah, money. So, I never went in. I never even knew how to do it. All I did is take that shit, take it to the guy that I spoke English. Oh, off the top, okay. baby. Yeah. So these Polish kids, you know. So uh, are you doing? Are you negotiating? Are you kind of setting the it was the rate? The rate was set. Oh, oh it's all set. Okay, yeah, the rate was set. I don't. Either you take it or you fucking leave. Yeah. It. So yeah. we came up with one genius idea. There was this plan. The guy had access to this huge warehouse of high-end appliances, high-end uh, electronics, I'm sorry. And he had the layout of the whole place. He had access to keys. I literally got connected with the mob. I was uh, dating this girl. She, uh, Her best friend dated a real true, like the dude from a mob. So <laughs> we called in a meeting. Say, man, just give me a meeting with this guy. We got away. It's about three million job. What are you talking about? There was, that's how much equipment there was. And then you have a lot of like Indian stores and stuff like that in Chicago, literal gypsy stores, you know, yeah. those little stores. Adam Sandler fucking shit. like spoofed it on a movie, um, Don't Mess With the Zohan. Yeah, it's like, they'll buy the stolen shit all day, man. I was this gypsy, <laughs> I would go to his house, everything, walls and iPhones, anything you want. It was great. Yeah, was like, yeah, yeah, they had everything. So, so we brokered this deal. My end was just give a map and all that stuff, like the layout, alarms and all that stuff. So they did the job, cleaned out the place. I come with my guys. I go in to collect. It was literally like 1.2 mil they, they made on that deal. <clears throat> Guess how much my car was? You probably got 10 bucks, pat on the back. $300. <laughs> And you couldn't fucking ask for more. Three hundred fucking dollars. They killed you. And kid, any problems you having? And let, just let us know. <laughs> You're like, what the? Fuck? Wow. I was done with crime. Yeah. <laughs> crime doesn't <laughs> pay. <laughs> it is not working. Yeah. Crime doesn't pay. I went in, got my ass whooped. I said I want nothing with the gang. I got out that day. They let you go. I got beat down. I got fucking beat down. Like bad, bad like bad, hospital bad, 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 bad like broken orbital. Almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. I got bad, bad beat down. Uh, so yeah, got out that day though. I said, "This is fucking crazy. This is insanity at its finest." <laughs> what are you doing? Bro? What are you gonna do? Argue? Yeah. So you know, and I always was the kid who had now you know the, knew the guys, all the tough guys. You know, but I was like, "Man, I gotta get done with this shit. This is crazy." So this was right after high school, right? So I'm kind of lost. Now, I know crime <laughs> doesn't pay. I'm done with crime at that point. I'm like, "This is score of a lifetime. I should be already retired on a fucking island." And nope. here I am, three hundred bucks. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, three hundred bucks. I'm gonna sell some more airbags. I was like, you know, because again, I hooked them up with 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 all the plans. This kid wants to do it here. There you go. There you go. Because the kid that I knew, he was working in that place. Gotcha. So he's like, "Hey, man, put me in front of these guys." I said, "Perfect. I ain't gotta be part." You're of all, you're kind of always the middleman, always right? Always the middleman, baby. Yeah, always. Yeah. I, I I never want to go all in. I was always scared. You just broker the deal. I was always scared. I was always no. I was always scared. How does the guy? I was always scared. That's to a go good in. thing, though. I always had a fear. I, I had a fear like, "Fuck! I just there has to be something better than <laughs> just be scared," you know? Because no I, I was freaked out you know? all the time. Yeah, because I also remember <coughs> no parents at that point, no, no contact with parents. So I'm like, man, I'm kind of by myself. It's like I, I never, I never jumped in all the way in. You can end up in the river real you quick. Know? So that day, I get jumped, boom, boom, get my ass whooped, I'm done. Uh, and then I got myself a job at a 
physical therapy place. <laughs> from, from, from Dude, that's a, that, is a, that's a, that is a pivot. <laughs> well, to touch, no. to well, touching the, old people. The way it happened is actually, I'm sorry, it was different. I, I was working at a gym called Powerhouse, cleaning toilets, no bullshit. Like fucking mad shit. That's back in the day when you had Mega Mass 3000, those yeah. chains. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> oh. dudes were just rolling yeah. in there. So I'm like, <laughs> crying doesn't pay, cleaning fucking toilets. Like, my life is shit. Cleaning protein <laughs> shit doesn't pay. I'm like, this is crazy. I was still running around with my little crew of guys, but we were not doing, like, anything. Still a little bit of weed, and that's it, you know, because in Chicago... Pocket cash. Yeah, yeah, but that, that's, that's as far as I knew. But uh, So I'm cleaning toilets, selling a little bit of weed. I'm, like, still kind of living aimlessly, living with roommates. And then one dude I met at the gym, long story short, was a physical therapist. I'm like, man, let me give this a try, this physical therapy stuff. Because I was into fitness. I was working out also. <clears throat> you used to be bigger, right? Yeah, yeah. Like 260, 250? Yeah, I started taking steroids also to look scary to when we would like go collect money. So yeah, I had yeah. to look bigger, intimidating. So I got to 260. Wow, like that's big, dude. Yeah. 260 is big. All roided up. Fucking blood pressure, man. I was red <laughs> like a potato. Big gut, dude. I couldn't walk up the stairs. My feet were swollen. Oh, my gosh. My nuts were hurting. <laughs> <laughs> how many C- how many CCs a week were you taking? Oh, dude, I took it all. Growth hormone, it was crazy. <laughs> I would just do the shots, snort some coke, and go out. <laughs> Ready to roll? Drink a six pack, go from there. No, it wasn't a healthy lifestyle, seriously. Well, lucky you're young. Didn't even I didn't get into drugs then yet. I didn't I didn't get it. all all the little dirt that I did wasn't I never did drugs, only drank. Never did drugs. Never smoked weed. Never touched anything. <laughs> Cleaning toilets, start physical therapy. I kind of liked it because I got a little hustle. I got myself a little fold-out table, and people actually appreciated the way I was touching their butts. So they would say, <laughs> I would say, hey, when, like you, when you're done with the session, give me a call. I come for privates, and I'll do a private massage. So then I got myself a little hustle, 30-minute massage. I got myself that little stem machine. Yep, stemmy. It's 30 yep. minutes, hour treatment, 200 bucks, making money, Yeah, you know, getting clients. But I'm like, fuck, man. Sometimes these guys would come in, you massage mid glutes, and they got shit on their underwear. I'm like, this fucking sucks. <laughs> I just can't get out of this shitty lifestyle. I got shit following me everywhere. <laughs> Literally, and the guy's a stockbroker making shitload of money. I'm like, dude, I can you know, wipe his ass. <laughs> so I go, man, oh, man. And one guy started coming in, and he was an insurance guy. Oh, he's coming in in a Cadillac, little Italian guy. Talking shit, how rich he is, and th- throwing his keys around. Big old gold chain. Uh huh. Big gold chain. Yeah, yeah. Big, <laughs> so big watch. Yeah, I'm like, fuck, man. <laughs> so one day I'm like, man, can I try this insurance? They're like, yeah. You want to try it? Call me MetLife. Because the company recruited me. So I took a test. They fly me to Secaucus, New Jersey. I was when 9/11 happened. I was there, bro. Really? Oh no shit. Yeah, He's there too. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I was, I was working there. So I'm there. They actually kept us longer for like an extra month. We stayed there. So that's when we had to stay an extra couple of months. I got my Series 7 done. Oh, so right. I had 6, 63, and 7 at 18. So now I'm a fucking superstar, right? Yeah. Thinking I'm a Trading. superstar. The problem is that I'm an 18-year-old kid. I can't grow right facial hair, and I'm asking people for their lifetime savings. <laughs> it didn't go my way. Not a fucking good move. Selling life insurance at 18. <clears throat> I quit the physical therapy, started doing the insurance stuff. And... Uh, Fucking wasn't doing that good. Uh, and then what did I do? I met my buddy Joe, who uh, ran health insurance agency. Now, health insurance is a little bit different. What do you think about health insurance in this country? It sucks. Fucking dog shit. Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> the 
bigger the problem, in my opinion, the bigger opportunity, right? It's a fucking nightmare. It always was, it always will, because it's political. It's more so of a context sport, like I got to replace clients' policies every year. Mm -hmm. Life insurance, hit it, quit it. You're done. Health insurance, we got to talk every year, right? You're calling me regarding your kid's uh, urgent care visit. I'm a hero, right? So it's it's totally different beast. And I liked it. I was good at it. I started getting good at it. And I was doing it part-time just to open more doors for my met life, life insurance sales. But I like Joe. He had a little storefront office. He was a young guy. How old? Joe was 27 at that time. Okay, hustler. 20, 27, 29. He had a valet service. And I and uh, then he had me as a first agent. And uh, we had a... Literally, uh, a little storefront office. He had a red blanket and his apartment in the back. We looked like a fucking fortune-telling place. <laughs> Straight up, just hustling insurance. <laughs> Two desks. I quit MetLife, <clears throat> and I started doing health insurance with him. Started getting pretty good at it, man. I was hanging up signs, vinyl signs, affordable PPO health insurance on telephone posts. I was doing it. Mm -hmm. I, was pro I probably hung up over a million <coughs> signs in my lifetime. You're a hustler, bro. So... Got there pretty quick, man. Within three years, I started pulling in some money. But the thing is, I would only work You're 21? Yeah, 21, 22. Okay. I started making like 75, 80 grand. But I would work Monday and Tuesday only. And then just party Wednesday, Thursday, <laughs> Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Just crazy times. Uh, no drugs, though. Just drinking. Just still nuts drinking, yeah, but this is when it started. So then 2007, fast forward, you know, we're kind of hobbling around. We started one operation, didn't work out. We got screwed on it. We started a new office called Healthcare Solutions in 2007. Joe and Grant team up. Long story short, I'm the first partner in the company. Built the first team, and we start pulling in some money. For me, again, there's people who make millions. To me, I'm a kid coming from nothing. Mm -hmm. To me, you know, making three, four hundred grand, it's like holy shit. It's good money, 27, man. You know, so all of a sudden, I start getting ten, twenty thousand dollar checks a week. Good times. I mean, uh, yeah, that that's when I got into drugs. That's when it got crazy. So, where are you living right now? Like apartment? Did you like? Yeah. yeah. So own place, own place, somewhere nice. I have three cars. What cars? I had a Beamer X5. Kay. I had a Toyota Camry for every day, and I okay. had a Supra. So I old mean, Supra. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had a Supra. So. And this is still all in Chicago. Is it a different area of Chicago? Yeah, Lombard. The, okay. the office was in Lombard. So I, then I bought myself a townhouse right there, and we just started raking in money. Uh, How do you, you make know? so much money in health insurance? Like, <coughs> well, I don't need details. So I'll give you. I'll give you an example, man. So. If we got an agent, I got an agent at a regional level, right? So he's making on a sale of, you got to sell the right product, right? Right policy. Individual is where the money's at. So you sell a policy for 500 bucks, you're making $1,500, three times the monthly premium, you're making 25% of the yearly. Damn. If you sell supplemental, that's about 35. So you can walk out of a sale 2,200 bucks. I got kids doing two of those a day. Damn. I got kids making more money than me. That's the beautiful thing, how I set it up. <coughs> I just want to be a bird on top of an elephant because I want to fuck life. <laughs> right. I, wanna, I, wanna, I took my beating on the phone, bro. I'll tell you some appointments I went on. You're going to shit yourself. <laughs> Let's hear a couple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <coughs> That's a lot of money for a 26, 27-year-old kid, three, dollars $400,000 a year. This kid's going to make six hundred this year. One of your agents is? Yeah, he's 23. Found him bum. 19, great kid. Wow. Yeah. So, <clears throat> start wrecking in money, 
promise I'm doing it the traditional way. I'm watching Boiler Room, doing fucking... Fucking great movie. Coke, doing, you know, <laughs> just drinking. We're shutting down the office on Wednesday, celebrating. <laughs> you wow. guys are fucking partying. My, my uh, hero was Wolf of Wall Street. I mean, literally. Because, you know, I never had anything. And finally, I'm doing something that is normal, legal. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm doing it. But you're killing it. Yeah. Like, yeah. you're in the top 1% yeah, I, of, of, of earners. We had a one check. That was my highlight of my life. <clears throat> I not brag, but just it, this was crazy. It was like my check was hundred like eighty grand for just the bonus money. <laughs> so I was like, holy shit. The yeah. problem was that about three years into it, my account is like a negative. <laughs> yeah. Spending it faster than yeah. uh, you can make it. So then I came up with an idea. That's when I rekindled the relationship with my pops. And I'm like, yo man, I got a deposit on the Wednesday and it's gonna be eighteen grand. I need you to take out 15, okay? Like, okay. So I did that for like two, three years straight. And then after like three years, I just saved up like 350 grand and bought my first house cash. Nice. I went to the closing with suitcases of money. I always wanted to do that. They thought I was <laughs> fucking crazy. <laughs> like this? Uh, yeah. How big were you at that time? It was, I bought a place for 238. But so how big were you? Suitcases. I had two suitcases of money. Were you 250, 260? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, you're this big old jack polished dude with two, two suitcases. <laughs> and so your no dad, your dad helped you get to that point? Yeah, because you take out the money and yeah. I would not have Thanks. access to it. And then when I was ready to buy the first <clears> place, that's yeah. when he basically released the money. Wow. But we were never tight. I was like, man, one day I'll come. His condo sold. No money. He's out on the fucking island. <laughs> no, it never happened. Yeah, you're like, hey, where's that money? What money? Yeah. yeah. He came through. So, yeah, man. That's And I, I locked out because I bought my first place right after 2008 when there was the crash. So yeah. I bought this cheap townhouse. Dude, what I did to that place, I had, when Liz, my wife, first time walked in there, she says, you're a fucking pig. I had LED lights in the shower, walls that made out of glass. She's like, you're a fucking pervert. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Oh, my God. She's such a sweetheart. But she was like, when she first met me, she's like, what am I even doing with you? This is insanity. But, uh, how, how big was the apartment? Uh, two, three bedrooms. Fi 18, 2,000 square yeah, feet or something like that. it was decked out. I had... You have tigers and shit, pictures of tigers walking around, <laughs> yeah. like that. I didn't know I was wearing a fucking robe. <laughs> <laughs> I had slippers. Oh, you were I, I literally had slippers with my initials. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yes. Like, no, I'm not bullshitting. It's slippers with my initials. How much cocaine was done in that apartment? A lot, man. Those were crazy <laughs> days. Those were the paranoid days. Uh, but it was. It was literally paranoid days that kind of, you know. These dudes that started making money, everybody, everybody just partying. Then when the 2008 stock crash came, uh, you know what I did? I went to uh, Chicago Board of Trade. I had a couple of friends, and I recruited fuckloads of these assassins. Oh, yeah. They were all starving. I gave them high contracts because I was at that position as a partner mm -hmm. to give them no bullshit contracts where you start from the bottom. And they were killers, man. They talk about partiers. Woo! That took my partying to another level. Really? I, I, and this is the thing. I was surrounding <laughs> myself with these typical sales guys wearing funny shoes, the pointy shit, yep. talking funny, doing motivational bullshit <laughs> in the morning, and, you know, just juicing it up. And, and that was my life, man. That was my life from 2000, basically, to 2011. Okay. And that's when I'm 31. I bought my house, and I'm around 30 years old. I'm like, I have a high blood pressure. I'm on fuckloads of pills. <laughs> so here's the fucking funny story about a doctor I got. 
Dr. Fucking Gallagher, let me tell you this, son of a bitch. So I needed an edge on people selling insurance, right? Because it was a competitive environment they created, right? And I always wanted to be number one, number one, number one, because that's kind of my claim to glory, never did anything, right? Plus my buddy, who I lived with, Joe, ran the company, so. Yeah. But there was another whole fuckery because his partner now hated me, so we never got along. So our relationship got a little bit estranged as well because he was put in the kind of awkward situation here and my kind of a savage junior partner. And, you know, fucking was, loud, fucking jealous, yeah, Jack. A little crazy. jealous because he was this dude that was a swinger. So he wanted to bang all the chicks. And I was like into girls, obviously, right? Fucking yeah. 25. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about, man? It, I, I got the priority. <laughs> so they, we, we never we never clicked, right? So, where was I? So, 30, so... 31. Yeah, man. So, oh, so Dr. Gallagher. So, I needed an edge. I heard about Adderall. That fucking Adderall must be good, man. Because I can't be doing coke at work. I started running away from appointments. I, one time I got coked up on an appointment, I ran away. Just ran away? Yeah, I got so paranoid, dude, because I partied <laughs> all night. I told the client, I got to go to the bathroom. I did a line. I looked. I opened the window, and I ran away. <laughs> dude, you need a movie, bro. This would be a great fucking movie. Literally just run away. <laughs> and that's when I said, this is fucking crazy. Like, I'm, in the, I'm, 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 I'm a part owner of the company. Like, this is nuts. I can't yeah. be doing this shit, right? You were like the Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. <clears throat> so, but then I started, I got into Adderall. My buddy sent me to Dr. Gallagher. He goes, just tell him you can't focus. He doesn't give a shit. He's like 78. He'll give you Adderall. Then he's going to give you Ambien for nighttime. And then he's going <laughs> to also hook you up with Tamazepam and some Xanax. Just here's what you got to tell him. I'm like, no way. I'm like, okay, I fucking make an appointment. Because it was, started getting pricey getting it kind of from dudes on the street. And yeah. plus you don't know well, what you're taking. It's 10 bucks a pill, 15 bucks a pill, right? And you don't know what you're taking sometimes. So I go to Dr. Gallagher. <laughs> I don't think that would stop you. I go, to, I, go, I go to Dr. Gallagher. This fucking guy, I tell him the script, everything I can focus. Okay, no problem. Prescription. He fucking writes it. So I go, he said, but you got to come back every month for, for Adderall. I said, every month? Like, that's crazy. Can you just write me three scripts? I'll pay you extra money now. So he would write me three scripts <laughs> with forward dates. You just don't fill it up. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> yeah, man. So I had my entire team of assassins going to Dr. Gallagher. <laughs> Everybody's on Adderall. I referred <laughs> I mean, this was a Focusing like mad. Prerequisite. <laughs> So, so I'm on Adderall. Blood pressure is like one nine, one, literally one seventy over one ten. And you're thirty one. Like, yeah, I'm thirty one. I'm two hundred sixty pounds, fat <laughs> as shit, stuff. strong but fat, huffing and puffing. I'm literally <laughs> sweating out of nowhere. I'm like, I'm like, fuck, man, I'm gonna die. Like I literally, yeah. I didn't feel good. I just didn't feel. I felt like shit, and I was tired of the partying. You know, I was kind of getting the. And then at twenty nine, boom, I get a second DUI. And I was a designated driver. And then I'm I know how that is. <laughs> I'm at the meeting, and one of my buddies says, hey, man, how was last night? You were on the front page of Naperville, Naperville Herald. This guy doesn't know the meaning of designated driver. This is my <laughs> mugshot. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. So that was the day I said I got to make some changes. I'm like, I fucking hit it. I'm going to hit a rock bottom here now. I'm going to let it all go to shit because of drugs, you know, and, and just partying and just emptiness. So uh, I decided to just start partying less. I would go out to after hours. Here's what I would do. Instead of Coke, I would take sleeping pills, and I would bring myself a blow-up mattress. So I had all my crackhead friends partying, rocking it at 5 a.m., and I'm starting a little pump-up mattress. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all paranoid. What are you doing, man? What are you doing? 
So then I'll go to bed at five, right? I would wake up at 10, nice and rested. Fuck still that. Doing, they're doing coke watching me sleep. <laughs> and I started noticing these things. I'm like, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. I can't do this. I can't live like it. this. Like, I'm l- like, I wake up and I look at them. They're coked up looking down at me like, we're just watching you sleep. I'm like, like what the fuck are you doing? Like, fuck, I was doing that shit. It was, it was like eye sobering for me moment, man. I needed that. So I packed up my mattress. <laughs> Folded it. I had a backpack. Girls, I don't pick, never picked up any girls with that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> little fucking back. Because like they didn't want to drive, you know? Yeah. So they didn't want to drive. And then Chicago, I don't think it was Uber days yet. No. Okay. And that's, man, when I met my wife. And that's when everything changed. Where'd you meet her? 2011 at a reggae concert. A reggae concert? I was the only white guy. I tell her I was the darkest she could go without getting in trouble with her parents. <laughs> <laughs> Most exotic looking dude in there, man. Is she Polish? Yes, sir. Like straight up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's from a town that is very close to mine. Okay, so, so seeing characters like you didn't scare then. Well, I was already calming down. I knew I wanted something different. Yeah, you're calming down, and my calming down, I think, are a little bit. No, no, I was ready. I was was ready (laughs) to make changes. Gotcha. I was definitely ready to make changes. I changed the LED lighting, Mm -hmm. those kind of changes. Well, that I didn't know that that's coming. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that should blind. I, I thought she's gonna find it attractive. <laughs> no. that, was, that was a misjudgment. But yeah, man, we met, and I told her the first uh, time. I don't want to sound like a crazy person, but I said, "Man, I'm gonna marry you." I'm telling you. After ten minutes, I said, "That's it. I'm gonna marry your ass." She's from a city right by my city, about thirty miles away. Mm-hmm. Five years younger, beautiful. Uh, we met, and uh, never been separated since. And that's when I started, I completely, that's when I... I How old are you, 31, 32 at that point? Maybe I did three more times coke ever since then, when I met her. Like, I I would go out without her. But once we got officially into it after three months, I said, I'm done. I promised her. So that's when I didn't do blow. Blow, that's when it stopped. Hmm. Pretty pretty easy to quit for you. Had Had a very nice time with it. I bowed out. <laughs> right. I had a thirteen-year uh, dance with it, and it that's took me time. nothing but dark places, you yeah. know. So that wasn't it. Everybody I know that's done coke always they all come to the same 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 thing you said, like <clears throat> just fucking horrible drug. Awful, just awful. In the morning, you're just thinking, you're feeling like a piece of shit. You're just doing more. Then you got to fuck yourself up more just to go to sleep. It's it's the craziest thing ever. It's just that you. F- it's the mo- biggest self-esteem killer that you can. <laughs> you can do. And that's because of Coke. Then I got into uh, addicted to Liquid G, too. What's that? Liquid G is GBL. Oh. That's like a roofie. The yeah, bodybuilders used to take it. Oh. You take like one or two. Brian's <laughs> like, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I used to pound about a gallon of that a month. Is that a lot? And got, yeah. Wow. It got pretty expensive habit, too. How much is it? Uh, like 1800 bucks. Damn. Well, I mean, when you're making $400,000 or five yeah. or $600,000 a year. Yeah. I like, bet I would spend on drugs a lot. It was crazy. <laughs> Um, but you know, so yeah, so then when I met Liz, I literally like when we started dating, I got off of that. I was still hooked on that liquid stuff. I was telling her it's like a stuff for for working out. <laughs> you know, it truly was though. They used to sell it at GNC. Huh. That stuff was truly legal. So it was completely legal. Completely legal. You could buy it at GNC. Do you know what it is, Chris? No, I've been around it. Yeah. yeah, I've been around a lot of what stuff. It, it gives you a gym. Euf- it gives you a euphoric feeling. It gives you like it, it makes you feel like woo, like feels good, and it's also relaxing at the same time. But if you do too much, you totally pass out. Uh, they call it G out. 
it's like a date rape drug at that point. I was gonna say it sounds like fucking yeah. roofie or something. Yeah. So I got that's roofie. how you know what it is. I, I overdid it plenty of times at very important occasions. <laughs> they call it fishing out sometimes because you get convulsions and you just like this and it looks very weird. And they very frequently call an ambulance and it's out of your system quick. But uh, yeah, so I mean, yeah, it's, it's once you get in that drug game, it's rough, man. It's uh, you know. Yeah, it, it sounds it like you everything. quit cold turkey though. So I, when I met Liz, I told myself and I promised her because she knew the crowd I was hanging out with. She knew my past. She didn't know uh, every. I told her everything pretty much when we started dating because I kind of, you know, people people in, in Chicago kind of knew me. So yeah, stop coke, and then I just, just, just weed. Weed was the only thing, and then I was doing that liquid stuff for a little bit. But I already knew I got to wean off of it. So long story short. Uh, I couldn't do work anymore. I said, man, it just doesn't feel right. I got this huge team, 100 guys. Everybody's making money, but everybody's cutting each other's dicks off. They hate each <laughs> other. It's a cutthroat business. I want to switch a team. You're making too much money. And I'm like, I come home at 5. I live with this beautiful, great girl. We want to try different stuff, like go new places, right? And you're kind of tied in in Chicago. There's nothing worthy there to go. She owned a tanning salon. You know, <clears throat> so I'm thinking, like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Bingo, let's move. Would you move? Let's just start over. She's like, you're crazy. She's very tight with her mom. She's very tight with her, uh, she's very tight with her mom. She's very tight with her uh, dad and her sister. And she told me, if you're with me, you're going to be with these three people as well. I said, awesome, because I miss a family. So mm -hmm. it worked out just great. That gave me another confidence <coughs> to cut off my pants completely and just focus and give love when the love is given back, you know? So uh, we started traveling, man. We started traveling a lot. We were dating. We were kind of together. Yeah. We got engaged pretty quick. We were in Chicago. I was pulling in good cash. And then <laughs> How I much money were you making at that time? More? I, much less. I was making <coughs> then $250, $300. Uh, you know, my couple prime years would make a couple times, clip half a mil, you know, because, uh, and then, like I said, I took a step back because people graduate, so the spread is not there anymore, and right. you constantly just got to rotate. And I met this great girl. I was just traveling a I lot, man. Care. Man, we went everywhere, <coughs> all over San Diego. We and we lived actually places, you gotcha. know. So that was nice. We didn't just go for a day and shit. So we wanted to move to Florida, but that's when people are like doing bat salts and eating each other's faces. I said, "This is crazy, <laughs> fucking." This should be oh, that me. was um, <laughs> crocodile, and what was that other crazy fucking synthetic drug? Um, They're doing crocodile and something else. Bat salts. Bat salts. Yeah, 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 yeah. bat salts. Oh. This is the time yep. we were there. I'm like, "Fuck!" That. Like <laughs> hotel next to us, some crazy freak just was eating faces. I was like, "I don't want to." <laughs> we went to California. I was a man staying in a hotel. I check out. It was a tax for hospitality. What the fuck you mean hospitality? But we kind of zoned in on Carlsbad. Mm -hmm. I was gonna move there. Yeah. But the closest I could get is like a property was six hundred grand. You're still three miles away from the ocean. I'm oh, thinking, yeah. well, fuck. Sometimes I'm gonna be too tired just to go in my backyard. Like, what's <laughs> the point of spending six hundred grand? Kind of yard wasn't that pretty. You know, it was just like a little backyard. Yeah, drop a mill. So one of my buddies in Chicago, he's like, "Yo, man, check out Arizona, man. There's these red rocks." Over there, and you get out of the airport. I get out of there. I get a hard on bang, and I do my wife all morning, man. Just the red rocks, man. I'm telling you, it's all about red rocks. I go, he's crazy. I go to my wife, let's go to Arizona, baby. Let's go. Uh, let's just check it out. We get out of the airport, red rocks, boner hotel. <laughs> let's go. It was crazy, man. It's it's, and we got here in like March, so you know, you everywhere you're cold, you're dying, and you come yeah. here, it's like a breath of fresh air. Hmm. So, like, shit, we love it. What year? 
2013. Okay. Yeah. So we're looking at homes. Uh, and our last one was House on the Lake. And it's a fountain, but you can have a little bone and stuff where I am at. And it's literally direct access to, like, the place on the inside shithole. A lady met some dude in Australia. I was moving out. Her kids were 18, and she got the house in divorce, so she just wanted to get rid of it, never remodeled it. And, uh, yeah, well, I hopped the fence, and we were buying it. There's a lake in the back. Let's go. We knew nobody, nothing. Just moved. Lived in the hotel for three months, remodeled the whole place. To our kind of liking, LEDs. No, no LEDs. <laughs> I got, I know, I have a shitload of LEDs still in my garage. <laughs> I was gonna bring them for Alex the Academy. Perfect. <laughs> I'll put them in my kids' room now. But, <laughs> but yeah, so we remodeled the house, and I started building an office. I said, I'm just gonna redo everything, right? I knew nobody. I said, I want to have a new team, not the bunch of snakes that I left in <laughs> Chicago. There's but a couple good guys that I got, but everybody said got a little bit too big, you know. Uh, our company sold, too, in 2014 to National General. So we're an insurance agency, and we sold our agency was bought by an actual insurance company as a channel of distribution. Because you guys were killing it. Yeah. Yeah, man, but I got fucked on that deal. It's one of the reasons why I moved, because we all got smoked on this whole deal. The, the two partners were just in cahoots and just did some fuckery. Gotcha. You know, so, and then screwed us. <coughs> we were supposed to get one-third, and we got only 10%. What? That's a fucking big difference. $300. Million. Yeah, $300. <laughs> $300. Right? Man, I keep getting screwed. I'm telling you, every time I try to do and it's no bullshit. Like, I always had, uh, like, the, the lady yesterday for the CBT, she said, man, you've always been abandoned and you've always been getting screwed. I'm like, I, I do. <laughs> I do, but it's about how you, you know, you've got to just pick yourself up or you're just going to lay in dirt. Oh, yeah, you know sure. what I mean? Get knocked it's down. It's literally, I constantly get a boot in the face, nonstop. That's why you like jujitsu. Non fucking. I love it because yeah. you, you, you fly high and then you're just eating shit between your legs. <laughs> just ass fucking sandwich, sweaty balls from Philippines. <laughs> tea bagged everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Some manila balls. <laughs> so, uh, but, so I open up this office here, downtown Gilbert, right? I have a dream house. I say, fuck it, we buy a dream uh, house where I have a little cabin up in Heber, okay. right? Because I, I want to invest in family first. Everybody says, buy rental properties. I'm like, man, I need to invest in my happiness. I never had anything. I want to have a little cabin with my wife because we always like to camp, and she likes it. So uh, we got everything set, and I'm doing this insurance thing, and I'm doing it the same fucking way. I'm like year or two into it, 2014, 2015, and we're growing. But I'm doing the same show, six people around the table, showing a fucking orientation, and I'm just getting stupid high before I got to do it because right. I just can't Get go bored. through with it because it's like, it's like uh, <clears throat> and that's when I started drinking beer like crazy. So, f you know, I would work out in the morning, go to work, come home at five and drink beer. Fucking big gut hanging. I'm like, did I move here for Arizona? <laughs> so I listened to Rogan and he was talking about jujitsu. Okay. So in 2015. So I look, 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 look. Yeah, I'm like, I jiu-jitsu, boom, I sign up. Jess, That's how you met? Jess pet me out a couple of times. I said, I just want to get... Jess? Little skinny Jess? Yes, yes. Not Jeff. No, Jess. Yeah, yeah she, Jess the girl. Yeah, she She's a brown belt world champion. Oh, yeah? Okay. She's a killer. Yeah, yeah. I said, I just want to learn good enough to do this to people what you guys did to me. <laughs> I just want to learn, be proficient enough to treat the way you made me treat. Because it's just like, fuck, this is crazy. And she's probably 115 pounds. I Maybe. remember Alex She's little. Alex yeah. was asking, hey, man, you want to try it for you? Know, man, it's either this or AA. I'm doing this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Take my, uh, give me a gi, please, too, sir. Thank you. I bought much. my first gi. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I seen. After a year. 
Yeah, You're not you using loners anymore? No, I went loner, homeless guy, geese for, for, for the first year. <laughs> blue one, right? You look good. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, you're just waiting for an offer now to sponsor. <laughs> yeah, right. to sponsor. He's going to win Penn <laughs> and he's going to get free geese. He has it all planned out. I think there's a birth control company that wants to put me on the cover. <laughs> yeah, do that. I'm telling you, kids will sponsor you. Yeah. All right, so, so he says, try it for free. You say, fuck it. Give me gee. Give me gee. So I started jujitsu. You know, so and that's kind of also like thanks to Liz, I, we 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 constantly want to. I, I want I like to do hard stuff, right? So I said, okay, let me start with jujitsu. So I got to start making some changes in my life. Oh, and by the way, when uh, I was I got married on my backyard, it was pretty fun. Like at the reception part, we got married in in Arizona after we got uh, so after we got our house done. We got married in church, mm-hmm. but had a little reception for family in the backyard. So we did it the right way. We had our kids in the house, dream house, fucking dream life, dude. Like, I always wanted it. I always wanted to have a family. Her parents are so, so great, right? So it's just the work stuff is not clicking. I'm still doing the same stuff as in Chicago. Yeah, the money's there, but it's just, it's a grind, and it's just, mm-hmm. it's just not there, man. And one day, man, I just had a room of six people sitting around the table, and I sit there, and I start talking, and I look. And I just puke all over the fucking table. <laughs> I just puke everywhere in front of people. So I run to the office next door. I say, Liz, baby, can you just please clean up? Because I fucking made a mess. She's like, what did you do? <laughs> so she went in. I went to the bathroom. I looked myself in the mirror. I said, I'm done. I can't do it this way anymore. Like, I, I, this is crazy. I'm killing myself, and I'm doing it. I'm going to sell myself to the devil. Uh, before wedding, though, I okay, the cool, cool thing is I also, uh, the way I, by the way, kicked the liquid G stuff. I'll tell you a story about that one really quickly. So that stuff, you got to get on methadone to get off of it. What? Yeah, because basically Whoa. what happens is <coughs> you got to get up. receptors. You would sleep. I would sleep, and I would wake up every hour, and it releases a lot of growth hormone, so it makes you swooper, swollen. That's really? why it was a supplement, yeah. But you would have to wake up every hour and do it because you only would achieve this deep sleep where you would wake up after hour and you don't want to sleep. And then again and again. So I was ready to go check myself in the clinic. I was like, man, the day before wedding, I said, I'm going to put it away. I'm not going to reorder it. And I'm going to see how I react. And I kissed my wife on the forehead and I told myself, I'm going to tell her that tomorrow is the day before we get married. I got to handle this one more thing, one more devil, one more skeleton. But, bro, I slept like a fucking baby. <laughs> and then the next night, I was like, no, this is too good to be true. Next night, I slept like a baby. And ever since then, I slept like a baby. Till nine weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that I kicked. So that's it, man. Uh, I puked all over the table. <laughs> I looked myself in the mirror. I came back. I apologized. One guy stayed with me. He's a partner in the company now. Uh and I started doing it different, man. I How? I just re- redid the whole company. What's so different? first I sat down. I thought to myself, what is important to me? How do I want to now live my life? So I said, fuck it. I'm going to create three buckets. One is going to be my personal bucket, right? Second is going to be my career bucket. Third is going to be my family bucket, the most important. Now, the fine thing is just to balance this shit, right? Oh, yeah. So I'm thinking, how am I going to balance this shit? All right, personal, got jujitsu. Then I got into this, this, and this. I was working only on that work bucket, right? So I started trying to, to think, like, what is important to me, right? I don't want to do it the same way. How I was brought up. I started thinking, dissecting, because 
they taught me to recruit agents that way. They taught me to train certain way. But I said, how did I come up? And I came up in a fucking fortune-telling place, two desks <laughs> at a storefront. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, totally different. And I was a young guy, and I bought into him, uh, to my mentor, you mm -hmm. know, Joe, who was still one of my best friends. So I said, fuck, man, this is where it's at. It's young guys. But I need, a, I need another crusader. I need another warrior because I figured, listen, I also don't want to work 90 hours a week. So I figured with my simple brain, if I can get a motherfucker hungry like me and we put in solid 30 to 35 hours times two, that's a 70-hour superhuman with four hands, four legs, and two dicks. <laughs> right? Think two small it. dicks. I can be double as efficient <laughs> as, as other yeah. guys. And two brains. In our company. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I called one of my homeboys in Chicago, and I said, yo, man, you might want to check out Arizona. So him and his wife came out. They said, we love it. They moved. I got into partnership with him. So I took a 50% pay cut. So did he, because we still got the same contract for broker and deals. But I got 50% of my life back. That's huge. So that was the first biggest change. I got a partner that uh, he's a godfather to my kid, one of my best friends. Is my best friend. So no jujitsu for him. He did it for three three months. That's Started fun, looking yeah. good, lost all this weight, and now he's he's back on the bender. He's <laughs> yeah. back to it. Yeah. So yeah, he was. It's not done. for everybody. He was done. Not everybody likes to roll around with men. And literally, my head got stuck between his legs because they're so fat. His thighs. <laughs> and he, he thought he had me. He's like, "Man, I almost had you." I'm like, "Man, shut the fuck." Yeah, you're close. He's like, "Man, I almost had you." You said fat thighs. <laughs> <laughs> nice try. <laughs> so, 2016, we started. Uh, we started a company, Casey Brokers, with Jeff. And we just hustle young guys, man. We have a totally different thing. We do more of an apprenticeship. Mm -hmm. That's how we run it. We yep. run two guys. We get them paid. I only am a sexist, whatever. You're not supposed to talk this shit on interviews. I only deal with young men. That's it. Gotcha. Those are lost. I, I, I love the ones that party and are lost because I can relate to them. Man, I got some fucking assassins <laughs> that are just crazy. But my rule is you get a DUI, you're done. You're not coming back. I don't want you. Don't even talk to me because I'll pay for your Uber. I invest too much in you on Monday yep. for you to go to a desert after hours and drive because yep. you want some pussy. Yep. I'll pay for the Uber. You know? so How about the pussy? That, that's, uh, for that, I don't pay you. You're <laughs> you, you young making money. You better be able to do it. You know, because my biggest fuck up was the two DUIs I had. Right. Yeah. You know, that fucked my life pretty bad. As a setback, it's a bit unnecessary headache, right? It's it just hangs with you for a long time, though. Yeah, dude, that's a hell of an investment you're making in those guys. Yeah, yeah, we don't. I don't literally see money for s first six months on an agent. I don't, and where it's unheard of because nobody wants to do it in our company this way. Because we have partners. There's about 170 partners, so everybody got their own team, their own deal. I've been there the longest, fastest. Now I got the youngest partner in the company, so I'm not the biggest. There's some guys where we basically 2012. What happened is a couple guys, the OGs like me took a detour and they're rolling in mad money now i mean millions but dudes are divorced fat out of shape mm -hmm. uh fucking heart attacks i mean just a mess they don't <laughs> have other buckets you know no no yeah. no it's their identity yeah. you know i took a different route they are richer but i'm wealthier for sure no yeah uh, yeah, no, I, I, yeah i get it 
I get it I for totally sure. I totally get that. Ain't yeah, no fucking insurance guys on a podcast like me. Nope. Shit. <laughs> I don't even know you're an insurance guy. <laughs> yeah, I do that. No, but yeah, man. So we decided to do it more like that because my biggest chip. So I got a long-term plan. So I'm doing it different now. Like I told you guys, I'm recruiting young guys, but I'm going to do a total fuck you to the company that I've been with because we got screwed on this deal. If our company sold the way it should have been done, it should have been given to us and for us to beef up the value. So my five-year plan is in five years, I'm creating a new entity and I'm getting a bunch of my young guys who are loyal right now into with me as partners. So, and then we're gonna do a three-year phase out, and then I'm equal partners to them after eight, put a check in the mail for me. Mm-hmm. Smart. Let's all meet up once a month yep. and hug it out. Yep, S- smart way to do it. Because cause you're more interested in, in the balance. In that and my IRA is the young people. That's the most underutilized asset is a hungry 21-year-old. How do they find you? Do you advertise? Just or? word of mouth, man. Really? Yeah, some I kid knocks on the because door. Because it's so exclusive. I make it so exclusive. I, I, they, they beg me to bring their friends, and I said, no, 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 I'm not ready. Right. You know? We can't take just anybody, right? We do just one-on-one. When we don't do it. We do totally something different. Cause, and I got agents now making more money than me, so that's kind of unheard of. Think about it. I bring right. them in a business, and after yep. four years, the kid is making 600 grand. That's I pretty crazy. Are they from all different backgrounds? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. White, black, Mexican, whatever. Yeah, I got this Mexican dude, man. He's <laughs> I never met a harder working working guy, man. So this kid uh, missed the first interview. I was just erasing my messages. He said, hey, man, I'm going to give you a shot. So, so he's I go, be here at 8 o'clock. He comes in and talks all this shit. I pitch. I got a pitch. He talks like a dirty sales guy, right? But all tatted up can tell he's an ex-con you know i can kind of tell kids up the street right yeah, yeah. and he can also tell me because i sit with because I, I interview without fucking shoes i sit there in <laughs> socks i mean i just got slippers you, with you your know. initials on them no no i just walk around <laughs> in socks like, I, you know, we, we, we run it different because i'm yeah, not trying to be all back. corporate exactly so he comes in he's, he sees me all tatted up too so he's right away you know looking at me different and i said yeah man i'll give you a crack dude was on some special program that's how he got his license because by age of 16, oh, this kid's story, two different baby mamas, uh, brother shot in a drive-by, sister shot in a drive-by, and another sister in a wheelchair. That's all by age 16 this kid had. Damn. Wow. He had like five kids and shit, and he's my age. I'm like, man, you're a fucking disaster, bro. <laughs> I said, come on in, man. You're going to fit right in. Yeah, I didn't, I just we love you. Him. Come on in. I just said, hey, man, you got six. You, you got to have uh, uh, one month worth of income. If you got one month worth of income, I'll, I'll get you paid within a month. So he's like, cool, I'm in. Bro, I to- I'm not bullshitting you. There was never a time where I would come into the office where he wouldn't be there. I gave him keys the first day. I said, I'll give you 150% trust. Just run with it. Every fucking day, the kid is there before me. And I yeah, but you're not there until fucking 10 o'clock. No, nah, I sometimes get in early, bro. Sometimes I get in 7, 7.30. That ain't early. You know, when I read. <laughs> when Construction when I, guys, 5 o'clock. Through. No, no, when I want to read <laughs> a little bit, get away mm-hmm. from the stuff, I want to do some stuff, uh, personal stuff, away from the kids, that's where I go early. Gotcha. I usually start at 9, though. Yeah. Right. So, sure, it's so guys like him, do you think that's you're the first guy that's ever trusted him? I don't know. That way? Is that why you think uh, he probably becomes so loyal? I, I knew that guys like this are loyal. That's why I, I don't know right. about that. But I, yeah. I, I kind of knew how to pull them in. It's the loyalty factor. Yeah. That's what I like. I, I like that's what it. I'm I, seeing from I'm the outside. It seems uh, like to me you're trusting some guys that, me, that are looking for the biggest for one. Yeah. Yeah. The loyalty Well, factor. because cause I guess what, what Chris is, is maybe trying to say is 
is guys like that typically get zero trust from anybody. Yes. So yes. for the fact and, that and you're yes. giving them trust. Yeah. yeah. Like right off yeah. the bat, yep. no yeah. questions. You got nothing to prove. Yeah. Here's the fucking keys. Yeah. Go from there. That's yeah. big, dude. That is huge. Yeah. I do that to people all the time. I give you 150% trust. You just got to keep it. You didn't do that to me. Huh? You didn't do that to me. Because you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you read me right. Yeah. Just choking you <laughs> out. Comes in, no, <laughs> comes in and beats me up. What's going on here? And he's older, too. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> so, new guys, young team. How old is that Mexican kid? He's my age. He's the oldest one. That we okay. Got. He's the oldest one. Is he your highest producer? No, no, no. It's that young stud, 23. Where'd he come from? I found him. uh, It was also a referral. And he got screwed at this world financial scam where they want to sell you life insurance and blah, 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 sell you family friends. And he was ready to go back to New York. He's like, man, I'm fucking done with Arizona. Fuck this place. I said, try it. He sucked, too. First seven months, he was brutal, man. Just started clicking, figured it out. Put his head down, work hard. Is is that the kind of industry where you just put in the time? Eventually, it'll, it'll happen. Money, you're just getting leads. It's about okay. leads, leads, leads. And so, yeah, obviously, you gotta talk your, know your shit. Right. And we do more. I don't just sell health insurance. Like we 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 do stuff a lot outside of health insurance. We do more of a kind of an HR. Because if you're a small business guy and you got you know four employees, you don't want to fuck around, and you don't have a group insurance usually. And usually you don't have that HR person and you don't want to deal with this shit, right? So that's kind of where we're handling all that stuff. Because if that's I find a you a better deal, deal if I find, I'll nego- we negotiate bills for our clients. So we do a lot of other stuff, you hmm. know, at this point. Yeah, we just tried to get life insurance for our employees. Like I sat with a broker last year. I'm like, yeah, we're not ready for that. But we'll have to sit down and talk then. Yeah, man. Yeah, because, because we're, that's, that's the last kind of the piece of the pie for us is to get our employees health insurance. Yeah. So yeah, do individual. I will talk. Okay, for sure. Yeah. All right, so let's get back to jujitsu. So 2015, mm-hmm. go in there, and that's is Alex's place the first place that you go and stay. Yeah, yeah. Never yeah. left because because no. because the, the academy that I know isn't the academy that you started at, right? No, no. There were two academies before. Smaller ones, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. It was all a bunch of fucking white belts. It was crazy, dude. Everybody just fighting like nuts. <laughs> Knowing nothing. <laughs> yeah, everybody. It was a forest, so he was one older guy. Our forest? Uh, Mesa forest. Chief, uh, yeah. PIO. Oh, okay. So he was the only dude that uh, was like an older, higher belt, but everybody else was just like new. And just fucking going at it, texting each other, doing pre-workout drinks out of the fucking <laughs> car. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Uh, this is fucking crazy. How many members do you think he had then? Hmm? How many members were? Because uh, it seems big now. 60. It seems like there's it's a lot the of turnover. So crazy, dude. I it's don't like notice because I just go because I'm a morning guy. And it seems like the, but same the turnover people. you see, like the more you come, like it's just crazy. More there's just yeah. revolving doors. But it's nice. The pecking order is established now. Uh, you know, the fucking baby chimp is in. Until I came in there and fucked up the pecking order. Is, <laughs> no, 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 at this point, not really, man. At first, I'm telling you because nobody knew anything. 
Right. So it's like you know stuff, so right away there's a respect. Also, and you've been around, and you know you've you have a wrestling background, so you also got that respect thing. You know. Right. This is a bunch of fucking insurance people, Chris, <laughs> me, and you know what he's talking about. They're literally dudes. I see them at drinking monsters. There's so many cops that will come in. They were all pissed off because they wouldn't like their egos were just big. Right. Oh yeah. We had a couple of those. They don't like getting ones. getting. Uh, Told they can't do something you know? or overpowering somebody. Yeah, I don't think there's any real tough cops in our group. No, I'm kidding. No, yeah, they're, they're, yeah but it was fun, men. man. It was fun. How long did you stay a white belt? Uh, long ass time. Two years. So 2015, 2017? Yeah. So then you're only a blue belt for not that years. long. Three years. Three years. Is that normal? It's pretty long. Kept me longer than anybody else. I, I Well, he's known for keeping people longer yeah, than, than anybody else, right? I respect him a lot for that. Too. Right, yeah. Because it's earned, right? Yeah, yeah. And he had every reason to do it earlier. Because think about it. You want to have more higher belts. Yeah. Immediately. And he never hoarded out, you know. Uh, Gerard just became a purple belt. It goes uh, white, blue, purple, brown. And they say once you get to purple, you're pretty much a black belt already. You just have to put in the time to get there. And then once you're a brown belt, you're refining the small thing. But mm-hmm. you're, you're pretty much going to be a black belt if like, you keep, keep, keep going down that journey. So you're purple belt how long ago? A couple months? Yeah, like a month. Yeah. It's recent. Yeah. Right on. I told him to. I'm like, put that purple on so I can be the wife. first fucker to choke you. <laughs> <laughs> told my wife, I'm going from the black. I said, I didn't achieve Good. anything. No college education, nothing. I'm, I got to walk and go. I told her, you know, that's something I want to do. You've only been doing it five years now, right? Four yeah. and a half? Five. Five? Yeah, 2015. Okay. So, yeah, so 2020. That's yeah. not, you didn't sound that's like it's still that a pretty, pretty decent commitment, though, five yeah. years. Yeah, I a lot try of guys to get don't make it that long. Five times a week, though. Yeah, and yeah. and and you're there regularly, right? Yeah, four or five times a week. Did you maybe. you competed or did you not? Yeah, compete? I had two about a year and a half, and I never liked it, man. I Why? get so fucking nervous. That's good for I you. I never enjoyed it. Even afterwards, you didn't enjoy it. I enjoyed it, for, yeah, but I don't I don't know, man. I I think I was just coming to it, so that's why I, I need to. If I w- would ever compete, I need to. It's to me mental. I fuck myself. Because I never did anything hard. I never did any. I always just skated. Uh, I, I beg to differ. You've done yeah, a lot of hard shit. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then I'm You've there. done a lot I'm of hard shit. freaking out. I'm freaking out. Like the night before the, the or the whole week before? Just right now, I'm sweating hands. Hmm. That, you know, know what that means? Like that. that means you have to do it more. I know. Until it becomes I'll, comfortable. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll probably do one year. It also means you care about it. I'll, I'll probably do something like a one year, like we were talking. Yeah. Get some program going. And just do one good year. I do. I will do it one year for sure, really, or like a two-year stretch of heavy competing because this is exactly why, because I'm so uncomfortable doing it. That's, Th- what, that's what you need to do it. Yeah, 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 100%. Yeah. I like doing hard shit. And I'm comfortable competing. It just I didn't, I didn't have any desire as a white belt to compete. I didn't yeah. think it was I – th- I, I thought it was a little unfair – yeah, knowing my background, <laughs> you know what I mean. I, I, I'm, I, I'm uh, trying to say that, but not sound like an no, asshole. No, that would be funny. I'm saying that would be funny to watch. This <laughs> right. Somebody's cutting away. Say, yeah, I'm gonna fuck this guy up, and there's baby chimp. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so bad, bad, those bad. of you listening, Gerard bad. calls me a baby gorilla or a baby chimp. You come out with your chick. He's like, hey, girl, I got four sizes of. I got a baby chimp first round. <laughs> not a good day. <laughs> yeah, no, good day. Well, because because you're when you're a white belt, you're it means you basically don't know anything, right? Yeah, you're yeah. very new, and I'm a no striped. 
as you get closer to your next belt, they give you a stripe on, on right. your belt. It's progress, right? Yeah, and I, I went from a no-stripe white belt to a blue belt, um, but they never gave me any stripes. So a new guy would come in the gym, and I, you know, I would do my thing, and I always got weird looks. And I, Even th- Gerard the first time was like, who the fuck is this but guy? Th- but that's why people don't understand. Like, once you're around the game, like, wrestling is martial arts in itself. People don't get it. Yeah. It's a, it's a different human. You, 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 especially, you know, re- people are introduced to wrestling early, like you, mm-hmm. high school and shit. So it's a, the, your body just moves different. It's such an advantage. It's like another weapon. It's like it's common fucking sense. The worst thing is to fight a wrestler when it was jujitsu. <laughs> the fuck you talking about? <laughs> and Gerard is a little hard on himself because... He's actually one of the tougher roles in the gym. He just doesn't realize it, but he's he, he's actually a lot tougher than he thinks. He, he gets in his he gets in his head a little bit. Like with him, I know the first time we go, I have to let him beat beat up on me a little bit, and then after the, then the second time we go, then then I can start going after him. That's what I like. You see, you know how to coach. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like because it's a we got coach, but then you also when you roll, it's nice to have that. During actual rolling, somebody also makes you better versus just fighting, and that's what you do. Like when when I roll with you, I also get better. There's some rolls where it's just you know you're just rolling, right? You know, but that 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 that's a that's a good one. You know, with your does your wife kids do it? Mm-hmm. No, no, my wife did it. She can't get over the sweat part. <laughs> yeah, because you will um, a man Yo, will be oh, yeah. sweating on your. There fans. was a little bit of a time too when she was coming around to it. I think because she did a couple classes. But then I said, and Alex was kind of pushing for her to cuss, keep coming more and more. I said, hey, man, it's kind of my space. Like, I need that space because yeah, we work together, too. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, so. Having like, independent stuff's good. And he said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she's into yoga, hot yoga. That's better. Better for you. Yeah. Did you ever good. think about quitting? Man, first year every fucking day. <laughs> 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 Why? <laughs> Holy shit. I, would, I first first couple months, I thought I was having heart attacks at night. I was like, <gasps> and now oh, I remember there was some monsters sitting on my chest. <laughs> <laughs> well, because like, there's no, it, when you're in, in the gym or whatever, it's not like if you're 120 pounds or you're 280 pounds, we're all going to go together. Yeah, no matter just, what. Yeah. Everybody's going. And you can understand, I only lifted weights. I never like was grabbing anything. So my hands, everything. And I was just fucking squeezing <laughs> so hard. I had tendonitis in my elbows, fingers busted up. That's so I injured my thumb initially. It's just grabbing to a point where they wanted to fuse my fingers. <laughs> well, I didn't tell you, but like my first six weeks, I went there every morning. I woke up, I felt like a fucking bus ran over me and then backed over me mm-hmm. again. And like, I-, I told myself, I'm like, if my body doesn't adjust in the next four weeks or whatever, I'm fucking done. Yeah. I'm like, because I was like, maybe this is what it feels like to get old. Because yeah. I'm fucking everything. That's, that's why I'm afraid to try it. Everything I'm, I'm afraid every single one of my joints will just you? blow apart. I'm 50. You good, man. There's stem cells. Now look at Tyson. <laughs> 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 what are you talking about? <laughs> His wife's a doctor. She just yeah. write the script. Man. <laughs> yeah, man. So, yeah. I'm afraid my whole body would blow up. That's what I felt, man. In my fucking shoulders, knees, elbows, like my fucking neck. I mean, and... It was bad, but uh, but then my body adapted, and it's not so bad now for me. Like every once no, in a while, no, no, and that's why it's even a, like it, when injured, it's good just to come to move around or hit that body on the mm-hmm. max. That's where it takes the adjustment, as at least for me, because I have a girly fucking body. I never fell on a goddamn oh, floor. All <laughs> no, I'm saying like you know what I'm saying. It's it's toughness. You're just beating right. the body, hitting it, hitting it, hitting it. But 
it, it, it is makes it tougher, I believe. I don't know about for you, but for me, it makes me a better human being. Oh, like, yeah. when I leave there, I don't yeah. give a fuck if the yeah. world blew up or whatever's going on. I'm like, I don't even care. Yeah, that's why, that's why to me, competing, I was thinking about it. Like, what is attracting me the most to why do I do it is that feeling in a car when I drive back, when I didn't get injured. I was hanging out with guys like you and stuff. And <laughs> I was on top. I was on bottom. I was eating dick. I was <laughs> serving the dick, you know. I was breakfast or I was eating the breakfast. <laughs> That, that, and that's the best feeling. It's yeah. just like life, man. You mm-hmm. just get the roll of the dice. Sometimes you, you're there just, you know. It's a good group of guys, too. I like it. That I've, is. I've been to a lot of gyms. A lot of gyms are dirty as shit. Really? It's gross. Yeah. Yeah, we got one of the cleanest ones, I got to admit. I like it. And it there's, there's a lot of public safety guys. There's a morning class, and then there's a night class. And the morning class is usually uh, business owners, public safety guys, like law, like LEO guys or whatever. And that's where I typically go is like in the morning. And we, the morning class is a lot different than the night class because I've been to the night class. He's had me teach wrestling classes at night and stuff like that. The fucking morning class, we talk a lot of shit to each other nonstop. Like I, there's one cop there, uh, you know, Jake Callison. I fucking nonstop. I'm like, are you going to not get fucking choked out today? Like for once? I'm like, and then he just got to, you know that he just got his blue belt? Yes. I'm like, yes. I told coach, I said, man, you got to do it. He's uh, ready. Plus, he got three kids, man. This is three where, triplets. This is where it's. This is where the tough one. Three triplets. Man, I had my parents. A big part of me being able to jujitsu was that my parents lived with us. I, I have two kids, man, and I train four or five times a week. That's why, like, I structured my life pretty, pretty good with my wife. We kind of designed both of us. I said, how do we want to live? Yeah. That's what allows me, like, work out in the morning, go train at night, and I got two kids. I still st- spend plenty of time with kids. Now, so now That's you're working good. about 30 to 35 hours a week now? So my day, typical day, when I sleep regularly, yeah. <laughs> get up at 5.30, go to the gym at 6, I'm out of there by 7, 7.15, I come home, I hang out with the kids, I go to work at about 9, I literally work two minutes away, uh, I'm at work at 9.30, I hang out with my friends till about noon, I go home, I have a siesta, I drink a glass of wine. <laughs> I have sexy time with my wife sometimes when <laughs> I get lucky. <laughs> Literally, and then I take a nap maybe for 15 minutes, and I go back to work. And I sit at work from about 1, 1.30, and I go back home at 4, 4.30, and I hang out with the family. Pretty good. And then uh, I just go train, and then I run the bike with dogs at night, and then I do sauna, and I go to bed. 45-minute sauna sounds like a long fucking sauna. Beautiful, man. That's a long time. It's beautiful. Yeah. You have sauna at your house? Yeah, man, I bought a barrel one. Pretty good. Got rid of jet skis and I slid it in because my wife said, well, we're going to put that fucking thing. I said, don't worry, baby. I'll find space. <laughs> I'll figure it out. <laughs> don't worry about it. Put off the back of a truck. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Costco, baby. 3500 That didn't sound bad. I don't it's know. It's the barrel sewn up to the outside. I mean, I saw it to cut weight, so the last thing I ever fucking... No. It does, that doesn't just go sit in your so car. Yeah, that doesn't <laughs> fucking sound good. So, yeah, man, I have a pretty good setup, you know, by design. I invested in life. Well, it sounds like you went pretty fucking deep, figured out what wasn't working and where you want to be. Because if not, you could be a coked out fucking loser with no yeah, money man. and fucking slinging insurance to, you know, still living in Chicago. Or you could be fucking dead. But it's, g- it's good to go through phases, too, especially for me. Right. So as we get older, though, I like to just kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Be yeah no fucking ups and downs. But I, I wouldn't redo anything. Uh, you know, everything was kind of the way it was supposed to be because now I appreciate everything that much more right. more open to people you know 
friendships, and especially here, and I'm turned 40, so I was like, shit, man, how do I want to live my second part of my life? You know, did some ayahuasca. <laughs> oh. Go Sedona. Yeah, 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 did you do yeah. it? Oh, yeah. Was it good? Yeah. Did you throw up real bad? I did combo on that one. I oh. shitted myself so bad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the frog. Oh. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the cleansing. That's uh, supposed to boost up your immune system. Interesting. So, like, you know, in Amazon, they don't really take immunizations. Yeah. So it's kind of a venom. It kind of makes sense, right? Your body's fighting off. Yeah. So what they do is they prick your skin and they put five little holes and they put that venom on top of you. And the ride starts for three hours, man. Usually they give you a bucket, you puke. Of course, I'm out of the whole ceremony. You market. fucking pay for this? Yeah. This sounds horrible. Yeah, it is. And then <laughs> out of, out, so I, I'd rather get balls in my face than jiu-jitsu. Out of the entire <laughs> ceremony, I'm the only one who has to shit. I'm like, what's the, What does this ceremony consist of? It's, you know, purging. <laughs> Yeah, are you I've only heard about it. I don't. Yeah, like are you sitting in a fucking tent? Like no, wearing, no, wearing no. The dude that is set up in Sedona was nice. It was like in a cave and stuff. It's nice. <laughs> Red rocks. Yeah. Red rocks. Like Sedona's all about uh, <laughs> yeah. crystals, crystals and shit. shit. Hold on, you're gonna have to fucking tell this whole story now. So, <laughs> so, so, so you sign up for this deal. How much is it? Uh, like two hundred bucks. Okay, two hundred bucks. Go up there. Yeah. What are you wearing? Loose clothes, you know. Speedo, no, board no, shorts. No, no, just regular clothes. So like, like shorts and a t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and who's the, who's who's leading it? Well, the, this is the nice thing. The guy wasn't like he wasn't calling himself a fucking shaman or anything like that. The dude says, "Listen, man, I went to Peru, and he's legit. Like, this is a referral from friend. I know people from Chicago come and see him. Right. He does a lot of alternative medicine stuff. So he does a lot of native uh, uh, and uh, how do you call it?" Uh, Naturopathic medicine, oh, not a fucking bone, chicken well, anyways, bones, native kind of native, stuff, <laughs> right, old yeah. school oh, stuff, yeah. right? <laughs> so yeah, man. So we went there. We did the uh, ayahuasca over there. We did. Uh, so, look, so 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 let's get some detail. You show up. You're in your. Flip. So I show up. This dude is there. He's like brother, brother, brother. I'm like fuck. Look at this place. This is crazy. <laughs> so it's me, and my friend from Chicago, one of my best friends, and uh, our wives, and there's maybe four other people there. And this guy's like, brother, brother, brother. And he's talking about himself. And he's like, he had a bad heroin addiction. He's like, bro, I come from money, basically. 40 years on heroin. Went to like six rehabs. Nothing ever helped me. I did combo, three combo ceremonies and like two ayahuasca ceremonies. He's like, What's a combo? Combo is that frog. Okay. So there's frog and there's ayahuasca. 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 Yeah, ayahuasca is the vine. All right. It's Mm -hmm. all new to me. But I'm listening. So ayahuasca is is a psychedelic. Okay. It's like a six-hour thing where you revisit your demons. Dude, I had a crazy vision on that one. Whoa. <laughs> so, yeah, so the combo is the whole idea about purging. There was no, at least for me, there were no, like, introspective visions or anything, but I did feel fucking different, bro. For, How so? Like, for six months afterwards, I just f- felt sharp. My, I don't know if it was my head, placebo effect. If it was, I'll take it. Did I know you at the time? No, no, I was no, just saying, your no, jiu-jitsu didn't get any better. Thing. I know that. No, no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> No. I'm still choking the there fuck was, out there of you. That was right when I was trying to... Uh, this is right when I was trying to uh, also clean everything up. Okay. I think that helped. So you go in there, and you, what, you just sit in a fucking cave and hang out? 
yeah, man. So these people start puking. I got to start <laughs> shit. This sounds horrible. I know it is. I was like, <laughs> and, and you literally almost get paralyzed. So I'm thinking like, what if they all come out and start raping us now? We're like literally defenseless, bro. <laughs> We're all laying here puking. Right, like right to crippled. the raping. I'm like, this is fucking crazy. That's a sick fucker that wants to rape, rape someone that's so, shitting and throwing up. But I go, I go, I go, oh, brother, brother. And then she goes, yeah, yes, 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 brother. I'm like, I got to take a shit. So they sit me on a, he helps me up, walks me, I sit down, right? They slide the door. Like your shit spinning around you? Is it psychedelic? Yeah, it's kind of, no, not this one. You're just weak and like crippled <laughs> and you want to shit really bad. This sounds horrible. So I'm you sitting on the floor. Like, he goes, brother, you're going to have stuff come out of you from stuff when you were a baby. I'm like, whoa. Bro, I took the craziest shit for 15 <laughs> minutes, dude. 15 minutes? <laughs> yeah, man. It, it kept on coming and coming. I thought uh, my organs were coming out, man. I might need that to cut some weight. Uh, I, you know, I, I just weight. sat there and sat there and sat there and was coming out and coming out, and it felt so fucking good. And then I was done. And then I started feeling like shit again. And then I was like, okay, so I'm going to mess with this guy. I said, hey, brother, brother. <laughs> he goes, yes, brother. I said, I'm ready. He goes, for what? I go, wipe my ass. He goes, whoa, it's not that type of a party, brother. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I'm just messing with you, bro. I already brought my own wipes. <laughs> And you're the only one that had to shit. And I'm telling you, I thought the same thing when we got in the car with my wife after the whole deal. I was like, why did we do this? This is fucking stupid. Like, <laughs> I feel like shit. But then when I woke up, man, I felt like a newborn fucking man. That was the crazy one. Probably you took a good did. shit. Did, did your Maybe. That's <laughs> did your wife and your friends feel the same way? Yes, kind of afterwards? 100%. Really? For six my months, too? My friend still does it. My friend still does it. My friend runs a, owns a, a ayahuasca retreat place in Peru. So then did you go back and just do the ayahuasca alone? No, I did it with the group as well. Okay. Wow. Well, I no, I mean, but just without the shitting and all that other without, stuff? Without, without, without. That was a crazy one, too, man. Tell, tell, tell me about that, because I'm interested I in that. St- I, started feeling like, I started feeling like crap. We did the whole ceremony, so they give you a drink. And even though the guy is not officially a shaman, he still had like a little ceremony type of a deal. He, they give you a snuff. Take that. Uh, it's a drink that you do, really bitter. And... Uh, off you go, man. 15 minutes into it, because you got to be fested for it. She uh, started having crazy visions. So my wife, more of introspective, just looking down. I'm looking at her. All of a sudden, I'm looking at that guy who was running the whole show, and I see a devil. I'm like, what the fuck? Wow. The guy changed into a devil, and I started <laughs> feeling like shit. My stomach started hurting so bad. But I didn't want to shit. <laughs> <laughs> But it was just so bad, man. And um, and I remember, so I go, I can't do this. I'm, I, I don't feel good. And then I started having visions of, like, Mother Earth, coal mines, and all that shit. That that's how Earth feels. The way I feel, <laughs> that's what humans are doing to Earth. I'm telling you, man, hippie shit. I know. <laughs> I know. It ain't me. Look at me. I know. You're so a white supremacist with tattoos. Yeah, exactly. So I'm seeing all these visions, like all the like, nastiness of people doing to each other and stuff like that. Then I start seeing humans as a growth cancer, as a cancer growth. It's just fucking crazy visions, like just dark stuff. And I'm like, ho- just about humanity, not yeah, the yeah, person, yeah. just like right. how gross people are and humans in general can be. But then I said, man, I got to fucking get out of here. This is just getting too intense. So he goes, okay, take him out. So they have this setup outside, like on these bear skin, and you're in between the <laughs> trees and shit. Man, I laid out there. Are you wearing a Speedo now or no? No, 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 no. <laughs> just, I just said oiled up chest. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how, but I was just holding <laughs> on. Perfect. 
Now, no, now I'm getting interested. No, but I'm laying there, right? And I'm catch that breath of fresh air and I'm looking up in these stars and all of a sudden it felt like angels were cradling my balls. It's <laughs> the best feeling in the world. I was just sitting like, oh. And then everything was beautiful. And then I seen this crazy kaleidoscope literally for two hours and just this vision. Everything is in this right spot in your life. Like this crazy peace come over me. And poof, that's it. That's crazy. I've heard crazy shit about it, so that's a that's a yeah, one. Man. Would most, you do it again? One of the most intense. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta ask this: When did the fucking vodka making come into play? Uh, he made me uh, homemade Polish cherry vodka. Pops makes it. it was his dad? Really? Okay. I made it. I butchered it. Yeah, yeah. He makes it. It was good. Shit's dangerous. Thirty-three percent. Yeah, he, he can make it forty-five, but that's a different one. Can't even taste it. Yeah, really? Like yeah. Pol- it's smooth as fuck. Yeah. He makes sausage. So that's why I enjoyed living with them. They're coming back in November. My life starts. I'm going to eat like a human again. <laughs> My wife cooks great, but no comparison because her pops was a legit chef. Really? And a baker. Yeah. So he's like, and he gets up with a notepad in the morning, what I want to eat. He takes the order. <laughs> like and a, just, oh, that's like awesome. a waiter. <laughs> that's awesome. like a king, man. <laughs> well, that's how I knew Gerard liked me. He came in with a fucking bottle of, of a cherry vodka. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I, like this. I tried awesome. it. It's a sign of respect. Of uh, that's I'm all you gotta do. You just have to roll around in pajamas and choke each other and shit yeah. like that. Yeah, because it'll do it. You haven't been at the gym lately, just just because of thumb. No, I've been. I came. Uh, I've been. I would no last all week. I was gone. I was in Mexico. Oh, Bravo, that's and then I went up for uh, Memorial. Gotcha. Flew up to the cabin. I'm selling my land. Yeah. It, it just went up for sale this week. Done with it. Well, I bought that land in Bozeman. Yeah, how so much? How much for Hebron land? Oh, uh, it's up for like one fifty or something right now. You'd probably sell it quick. I hope so. Everything's sold around my place. Yeah, where are you at again? High Country Pines. Oh, we're we're I somewhere that is somewhere place north. My right folks there. live up in that part of the yeah. state. Yeah. Yeah, I love it there. Yeah, it's beautiful. I used to camp out there all the time, so we're like, let's just buy a house. So we just bought the shittiest house on the street. I, don't <laughs> care. I just wanted to be there. Right. You know, I just wanted to be there. Just to be outside, though. Yeah. Hey, well, I know for me, when I get to the woods or to the ocean, I feel like a different cat. Yeah. I feel and I feel more energy. I feel calmer, blood pressure, all that shit. With kids, too, man. It's so important. We don't have internet over there. No TV. Spring kind of sucks over there. It's perfect. Get it's the like kids like going up there? Phone calls. Yeah. Good. Around barefoot and stuff. You know, there's nice. no mosquitoes. So you're going to move, huh? You're going to start at what? A no, I'll, training just, facility I'll there? just come back and forth, I think, because because uh, I'll always have the business here, but uh, I'm five away from retiring from the fire department, so I'll just do project-based stuff here, and that's it. So I'm, I'm like 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 how, how you came to the realization of fucking work isn't, isn't everything and stuff like that. Like, I'd rather have balance, like yeah. be able to train. Yeah. Because I, I don't know about you, but I'll cancel meetings to train. I won't yeah. schedule meetings yeah, to train. Thing. Like, same thing. And uh, whether it be to get on a mountain bike or hike or run or – Go to, you know, pajama wrestling or fucking whatever, because that's more important to me than fucking, th- you know, that balance is more important to me than yeah, anything. Yeah, man, that's that personal bucket. Yeah, and for me, if I don't get that energy out somehow, it comes out, you know, in fucking some that's other way that, that that probably isn't good. That's it. So, like I said, because I'll go there and wait, because you know how it is. Like, you go into the gym, and we'll, I'll go 10 rounds back to back to back to back some fucking days. I'll just fucking waste myself, because I need to get that out. Whatever's been caught up for the week or the day or the month, like, like I leave there and I'm like, 
I'm good. I'm good now. That's the side effect of being a chimp. Gerard <laughs> 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 G- calls me that, and then uh, he says uh, he uh, likes to earn his frequent uh, fire miles. Oh, me. shit. Pilot's <laughs> license. Yeah, pilot's license. <laughs> <laughs> Feet up in the air. That's why, man. It's like you meet dudes in the morning. You're like, first thing you do, hey, hey, how are you? Poo-poo. And then you just go and start choking each other. Like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's stuff. crazy. You still going to train tonight? Yes, sir. Me too. Yeah. Alex said six. So six, because Jake and I, I'm getting on a plane tomorrow to go to um, Temecula. You're going to get it, I have a feeling. I, oh, I bet I'm going to get it I for sure. A, no, I have a feeling you, 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 you win Pan Ams. I don't know. We'll have to see. I have a feeling. We'll have to because see. people took a long time off, and even though you're in a new blue belt, you got the skill, and when you come, uh, you got that wrestling shit. When you go full throttle at somebody after such a long layoff, it's fucking scary. <laughs> If you come in and like <laughs> a freight train right away, it's like you know what I'm saying. After well, this is the fittest layout. I've been like like and in a while, and now everything has slowed down for me. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually starting to see things four, four or five times faster than I was before. My timing's better yeah. now. Yeah. So yeah. It's I have a, a feeling you're gonna be going down in age. It's not gonna be fair. Yeah, cause I'm well. I'll be master four or three. I'm 45. So yeah. what to see? And then, uh, well, that's why Jake and I are going to Temecula this weekend. Have you ever been out there? Yes. Is it the Fucking real deal? Assassins. assassins. That's what I heard. So All competition training, assassins, the place is nuts. So that will be a good test. Yeah. Hopefully I don't go out there and be like, fuck, I got to go back to the drawing board. But they got the sulfur bats. That's the shit. Because <laughs> one of the guys uh, is a security guard at the university over there in Temecula, and they mm-hmm. have the sulfur uh, hot springs. Mm-hmm. I've heard of that before. Pass, was it good? Yeah, we went after training. Sometimes he would take us. Gotcha. It was nice. So Tom's not going to be there. He's a world champ, right? Yeah. He has a, bl- a multiple-time world champion. Oh, really? Belt. He, he's the owner of that gym. It's a sister gym of ours. Yeah. Um, and they say that in California, that's like the mecca of jiu-jitsu. It's just so big, and that's where all the Brazilians end up and everything else. So uh, me and another guy that wrestles in college that are going to Pan Ams are going to go out there and train with that school just to kind of see where we're at. And then Tom... Is supposed to spend some time with us one on one on Sunday. Yeah, that's Let's perfect. See. That's so, a perfect set. But yeah, I feel like right my on. game's gotten gotten there a uh, little you. bit, a little bit, uh, a little bit better in the last three or four weeks. Oh fuck yeah! So we'll have to see. But plus, I'll be, I'll be, I'm gonna fight at two oh eight. Now you just choke me. I don't come beat up. <laughs> yeah, no, I choked <laughs> you pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> like the last time we went yeah. from there. Oh, it's fun, man. Uh, but you have an interesting story, man. Like, thanks for coming on and telling it. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. What's next for you? Just more insurance, more jits, more yeah, family? Man. Yeah, yeah. I uh, Like I said, I had a crazy life. I love it. I love my routine. You know, eventually just be done. Just build around the young guys. And then probably do like a one less passion project. I got a couple ideas. But awesome. Stay in Arizona? Oh, 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 yeah. Well, eventually, I don't know. I, I look at it as a chapter now, right? I got a three-year-old and a eight-month-old let's say they're 18 then i want to have another chapter where we just get rid of everything maybe live in a lot of suitcases yeah buy a fucking sprinter van be a, be a black belt go live in argentina for a month That'd two be months good. go live there for a couple months kids want to meet me i don't know maybe that we also got a little good. spot in poland so you ever uh would you be interested in going to brazil to train yes I, Alex was talking to me about that. I'm like, I'd go down there for a week or two. That and uh, we have a house and we have a condo in Poland. And Liz's cousin. What's like, Poland like? 
fucking awesome. Well, Look you just me. said it was cold and gray. Fucking, then you don't go in winter. So what summers are good? Oh, beautiful, man. When's summer there? It's June, July, August, same Okay, same, same yeah. months. Yeah. What's yeah. the weather like? It got a little bit warmer last few years. What's warmer? But it gets up to 85, That's 90. That's not fucking warm, man. You it's know. green. Yeah. Yeah. Bad, yeah. yeah. They have mountains? Beautiful. Yeah, that's the nice thing about Poland. You have mountains in the south, then you have flatlands, then you have a land of, they call it Thousand Lakes. It's beautiful, all huh. wooded in lakes, and then you have sea, Baltic Sea. And then what's their uh, government now? It's uh, just like here, left, right, bullshit, people fighting. <laughs> fucking nonsense. <laughs> Idiots everywhere. Yeah. Dude, I went back the first time after 20 years. I'm like, this is what you guys did with this country? <laughs> we should go back to being communists. kids like here just eating and just <laughs> pressing on the phone. And when I was a kid, it was a different type of a fat. You know what I'm talking about? Like yeah. You pressed on a kid, mm-hmm. yep. and it would just right away pop back, yep. and they were a little fat. Yeah. Fucks, but they were like quick yeah, and kids. agile, right? Now, oh shit! It's like you press and they don't even pop up. That skin. You ever seen Wally? Yes. A cartoon. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what I think we're heading towards. That's how it yeah. is. So Poland, same way. F- people fighting left, right. They're fighting over dumb shit. Where to piss? What to do? Just stupid stuff. Just like here. I'm like, you guys just literally did what's what's here. Left, right. Let's fight. Everybody wants to be American. Countries divided as hell. Like families don't talk to each other. Just like here. It's exact same thing. <laughs> That's it awesome. is crazy. Did you end up? Be- Getting your citizenship then? Yes. When? Yes. What year? Yes. Uh, like t- uh, 2008, okay. 2007. Because after, when I got here, I got a green card. You have to stay for about six years, and then you can automatically apply to get citizenship. Gotcha. Work, you always on a work visa? What? When you were no, here? No, you got to get on a green card okay. and stay a certain amount of time. I cannot, unfortunately, be a president. But yeah. I wasn't born here. Fucking your president, yeah. I'm running. Uh, yeah, <laughs> maybe you run, uh, make me your secretary of state or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? Make you secretary of defense. There you go. Uh, you. Make me something, you know. Something good. Yeah. Yeah, but it's the same bullshit over there. Right. We actually, Liz's cousin has a legit, he's a Carson Gracie uh, lineage, Mario mm-hmm. Sukata. For real? So yeah, dude her is her cousin, a ba- and dude is like like first cousin, also not some bullshit cousin. And <laughs> dude is third degree black belt and legit competes all over the world, bro. And he had a school in Liverpool. Now Sukata got his black belt from old man Carlson. Okay. So that's like the, they got the bulldog on a, yep, on a yep. thing. So we were going to Poland, and Liz's town is a little bit smaller town. And I'm like, man, let me check out your cousin. I'm like, holy fuck, that guy's legit as shit. The real deal. Then he moved back to that city. So now I got the best training when I'm over there. Oh, that was pretty good. So I was talking to Alex. He <coughs> grabbed a bunch of guys one time and do a tour. Because what these guys do is they rent a bus and they do a tour of like Stockholm Open, Berlin Open. And really? they just jump around. Is yeah. Jits good in Europe? Yeah. Is it, yeah. it, is it better than here? Say it's pretty good level. Okay. Yeah, so similar. Pretty level. Now they're doing seminars all over the world, you know. Right, right. I haven't been to one of those yet. Yeah. Did you go to the one last night? No, no, I had a company oh, yeah, thing going that. on. Mm-hmm. I didn't go either. Yeah, I'm going to go today, get my ass whooped. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll be there with you. Yeah. I'm going to go light tonight. Yeah, I'm ready, dude. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm coming. You fucking ready to get your yeah. pilot license I mean, tonight or what? I don't come there to fuck around. Come there to hug other men in pajamas like me. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's the best thing. Well, thanks, Gerard. Thank Chris, you. you yeah, no, thank you. It was really nice to meet you. Cool nice story. Thank you. Cool, yeah. cool, cool. Appreciate it. Are, are you on 
the the Facebook, the Insta Smash, anything no, like man, that? No, I got rid of all that shit when I had kids. Literally, my last post was when the kid was first getting born. And after that, I thought, done with Fuck this it, shit. Done. All right. So any of you killers out there looking for a good mentor in insurance, you'll have to yeah. try and find Gerard somehow, some way. Matter of fact, if you come into the gym, Carlson, Gracie, and Gilbert, maybe he'll choke you out. And My latest agent, dude, is killing it. I met him at the gym. This kid, Brad, he was a wrestler. You might have known him. He trained with us for about a week. He said, fucking, you don't like our place because so many old people. That's what he said? Yeah. <laughs> nice kid, though. Someone choked that old but I, I, young, I, young I, uh, I rolled with him, and he... he got me with some ankle thing and then I kind of used man strength on him <laughs> and, and we had like this back and forth pretty good role and then I show up on a Thursday and I'm like walking in and he's pretty cool he's like hey what's up man I go what's up he said we want to roll I'm like let's go so we went another round and I said man what do you do he's like oh shit I just got out of school I got a sports science degree I'm like oh you got a bullshit degree great yeah. uh, and he's like <laughs> I go, what do you do he's like I, I work in the coffee shop I'm like oh let me guess you have college debt he's like yeah Fuck. Bullshit degree, college debt, working in a coffee shop. You're done in life. You're 21. <laughs> yeah. Life is shit. Yeah, it's like, think about it. You made all the right moves. Right. But nobody really, you know, you just had to do it because it was told to you to do it. You just went through motions and now you're going to end up with a big fat gut. And the kid is a legit college wrestler. Okay. So uh, I go, hey, man, you want to try insurance? And started, he's our next star, man. He just awesome. kicking ass That's working cool. with us. You're, it seems like you're good at finding talent. Yeah, you take the beat up ones. It seems like, yeah, you take the underdogs. Well, I, I you're an underdog. Ambition. You gotta oh, have yeah. ambition, man. Yeah. I can't drill ambition. You can't drill ambition in people. That and hard work. If right? you got the drive and you're honest, you know, I most likely won't give up on you unless you're a total fucking idiot. <laughs> but I can never work. But for you. but if somebody's giving their best and truly yeah. is honest and always loyal to you, I, I'll never give up on anyone. Like well, I got some talent that they shouldn't be tying their shoes, man. These people, but. <laughs> They're, they're making it, man. They're crushing it. They're just doing it. Well, you're you Zone. are the American Zone. dream, my Zone. friend. Zoning yeah, it in. Thank you, thank you. So yeah, I would definitely not recommend socialism. Who's <laughs> 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 listening out there? No just socialism. Tr trust me, chocolate in a brown bag ain't good. <laughs> Don't go that way. Well, uh, we're gonna wrap it up because I think we're almost two hours in. Cool. I think Sounds we're almost good. two hours in. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, you can find us. We're where can you find us, Chris? Uh, we can find us on Lipson, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, and anywhere you find good podcasts. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so uh, and for, for the six or seven people that actually listen to this, they usually know where to go. Yeah. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks, Gerard. Thanks. Thanks you.